the invincible podcast probably the best superhero podcast in the universe this is a show where friends get to talk all things invincible a comic book by robert kirkman cory walker and ryan otley on today's episode we're going to be talking all about oliver grayson in another character discussion uh we've got some news items to cover and uh maybe towards the end of the episode if we have time we'll talk about some other stuff we've been doing lately uh joining me as always is tj oh hello it's tj and bill hi oh it's bill how are you guys doing i'm all right I'm all right. As you uh, said. said. No, 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 none of this. None of this. People are going to think that their mic is fucking up. Go on. It's going to be your fault. You said that afterwards we would talk about things that we're like up to, but I want to talk about something non-invincible oh related right now. Show and tell. Here we right go. Right fucking now. TJ's got right. something in his pocket. I, I can't, I can't wait. Because <laughs> I've been wanting to talk about it. Okay. But I figured we'd save it for the podcast. All right, but we've definitely got more at the end to talk about. Yeah. But go ahead. Yes. If you're not fucking watching Lost in Space on Netflix, get your fucking life together. You are swearing like Bill Hake right now. And Bill, you're watching it, aren't you? Uh, me, Liz, and Riker determined that it is our show because it's family oh. friendly. Is so it? We haven't, yeah, so we haven't really watched the... I think we watched the first three episodes, which the first one is like the crazy. The first episode will draw you in. Yeah. Just watch the first episode if, you if you're not like, interested. If you like, want to know what it's like to be fr- encased in ice while you're alive... Don't like fucking fucking show wow. everybody everybody like so yeah lost fucking... lost in space there's something lost in space is what's weird about it is I didn't even know it existed I heard that, that it was a thing. much about it I didn't even know it was I didn't even I mean know I about knew it, it was until... coming out but then all of a sudden I haven't heard much I I was watching TV and mm-hmm. I saw a commercial <laughs> for it and as the commercial was playing I was like this looks pretty good I'll probably give it a shot I'm not really into like outer space sci-fi yeah really at all. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll check it out because it looks good. And then it, and I was like, I wonder when it comes out. And it said now streaming. I was like, oh shit! So I just turned it on. Mm-hmm. Dude, the first episode. So is it so is it good. a Netflix show? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's it's all on there. How many episodes? Ten. 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 And it's a and it and just so everyone is aware, it is a complete reimagining. Like it's nothing. It's, it's the like same in name you know. only. Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. It well, they're, they, the Robinsons are lost in space. Okay. Yeah. But right. whatever they even characters. Are I will. Different. I uh, obviously haven't is watched it. I will. Awesome. Get, I'll give it a shot. Doctor Smith. Awesome. Quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's crazy. Ro- very, robot. Very good show. Everything. About so did robot you finish it, TJ? Different. Yes. And so it's uh, so beginning to end. You're saying you're you're. It's not just like oh, it started off awesome. You can no, it's fully fantastic. say it's it's <laughs> all the way through. Awesome show. Cool. We left off where that makes that means it's even more like they got the Land Rover thing going. That's it. You just said you just said first three episodes. They got the Land Rover going. That's it. So. I'll watch it. That sounds cool. Uh, like I said, we are the Invincible Podcast. We are a bi-weekly podcast that talks all things Invincible. Uh, you can email us if you want to be part of the conversation at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, if you listen to us on uh, uh, iTunes, we appreciate iTunes reviews. We have We currently have 19 reviews. So you're saying the next person that reviews us will be our 20th review? Yeah, that's right. And we'll read them on the air. So whoever it's going to be, we need our 20th review. And that be helps us out. our 20th. Um, so we're, we're talking about Oliver today. What's our next episode? 
Oh, we haven't. We were going to talk about that before we started recording. Hmm, we didn't. Let's talk about it now. Be a be a part of Invincible Podcast behind the scenes. Well, I'm going to pull up the schedule that we have here, and let's see. It looks like the next one we have is actually capes. We were going to talk about capes, so we've been kind of alternating and trying to spread out all the Invincible tie-in comics and trade paperbacks like and everything. It's about damn time we talk about capes. Yeah, it's kind of funny because we try to do things in in a somewhat of an order. And uh, here we are, we're going to be doing capes where we get introduced to all these characters that make an appearance in almost everything. Uh, and it's their kind of origin. And we haven't talked about them yet. We'll think of it as a prequel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Kid Thor, Knockout. Honestly, this um, is probably better uh, knowing, having some connection to the characters. Yeah. You know, because then you could be like, because Bill, like you guys know who Kid Thor and Knockout are and Bolt, this this guy on the cover mm-hmm. here. And uh, so you're going to go into it with a little bit of like, oh, like TJ said, it's going to be almost like a prequel. So I think, uh, yeah, next episode in two weeks, we're going to be talking all about capes. Capes is only like three or four issues, right? Yeah, it was, I think it was, we'll, we'll talk more about it on that episode, but I'm pretty sure it was three issues and then they did a fourth issue in the back of, uh, like split up in the back of the issues of Invincible to kind of, conclude the story that but they're all included in the volume but they're all included in volume one of capes punching the clock um but and then to give everybody else a little sneak peek further the episode after that we're going to be doing super fight round two volume two round Round two two. because it's a fight round two round two perfect there we go uh so yeah uh and if like i said we are a bi-monthly podcast but if that isn't no, enough. Not. No, 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 we're, we're not. Bi-weekly. Bi-monthly yeah. would mean every other month. Yeah, we're not a bi-monthly podcast. We're no. bi-weekly podcast. But if that wasn't enough, because bi-monthly is certainly not enough, but if bi-weekly isn't enough, you could check us out on the Oblivion Song podcast. No. The Oblivion Song podcast. Do you have to yell the every time? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a thing. Does. It's you, a do, thing. It's a thing that TJ does. You should bold the on everything you write. Every time you write the 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 Oblivion Song Podcast. By the way, TJ, you still have to change the Oblivion Song Podcast's picture on iTunes. It automatically it, changes it, on it does. Uh, it does. Sometimes it takes a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It's been a while. Shaka! That was me cutting you down. TJ, when does that when does the when does the Oblivion Song Podcast post? Uh, that is every Friday after a you're like mouthing the words as I'm talking. Am I? <laughs> yeah. It's every Friday after a new issue of Oblivion Song comes out. So if a new issue of Oblivion Song came out on Wednesday, you can mm-hmm. expect a new uh, episode of the Oblivion Song podcast so it's to one, released that Friday. One episode a month following the newest issue or the latest issues. Uh, and right now it seems to be like, what, every second week of the month so far? Yep. About? Mm, yeah, because it was the 8th and then it was the 11th. Mm-hmm. So uh, the next, next one should one be is, is the is it the 18th? I yeah, think the it was 18th the 11th. Or the 11th. I think I think the next one is the 11th. Yeah, I think so too. Cool, that's exciting. That's yeah. a really good show. Everybody should check that out too. Uh, I like how you say it's a really good show, but it's us that do the show. Sh- stop. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's great. Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, news wise, TJ, did you get your uh, Mega Box? I did get my Mega Box. I did indeed. So all the. Uh, uh, Adam Eve variant figures have been going out to everybody in their mm-hmm. Adam Eve boxes. Which uh, figure did you get? I got the the regular Adam Eve with the uh, cyborg leg. Yep, because um, the the other version is the bloody, bloody version. Bloody variant. That's the regular version. Is the robot leg? Mm-hmm. They're both robot legs. Yeah, they're so both robot legs. But it's one's just bloody. one. I thought wasn't there one just Eve? 
Yeah, that's like the one with, you could buy in the store. Okay, that's that's the regular one. Yeah, right. It's only twenty five dollars on the store. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, so and you know, actually, and, they do, and they Skybound they just sell constantly all, all the time. Yeah, they just had one where it was down to like eighteen bucks yeah. for a figure. Wow! 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 Uh, wow! So the other thing that happened is we finally solved the mystery of the fist. Oh yeah, the compendium. Yeah, it's the final compendium. Yep. Compendium three. Compendium uh, so Otley, like several, was it almost months ago, uh, tweeted out a picture of Invincible's bloodied fist on Twitter, and, and we like uh, freaked out about yeah, it. Yeah, we freaked out. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, we as you yeah. knew everyone would. Yeah, I think a lot of it though was also uh, Robert Kirkman being like, "You're not supposed to reveal that yet." Um, but yeah, so we had our theories. I mean, one of them was that it was the Compendium cover. We got our hypes. We, we got our hopes set. And uh, overhyped it a little bit, but you know, we figured it was probably just gonna end up. Being it actually is a really cool cover. It is an awesome cover. I like how like the black parts of his suit is like the background, yep. and there's you that know, matches the other two the compendiums. Other two, yeah, they do the yeah, same. Probably getting those. Yeah, they yeah they do those too. I have one and two not with me because those are the ones that I lend out to people. And actually, Liz has it. It's so Liz has. Compendium one. No, Amanda yeah. has. Compendium. Well, yeah, but she. Bar- oh no, you borrowed it and gave it to someone to her, else. Yes. If so someone were to, she? if someone were to say, "I have a comic book you need to read," and I say, "I would naturally Boom. be like, fucking, absolutely, I'm a comic book guy. Uh-huh. I do a podcast based on a comic book. Let me have it." And they were to throw down something similar to the first <laughs> Compendium of Invincible, I'd be like, "Fuck you, get out of my face. I I got shit to do. Like yeah. I got bills to pay." Mm-hmm. It's not my preferred it's so way. I, I still love the hardcovers more than anything. Like if it's somebody I know, like Bill, it was super easy for me to give you the compendium to give to someone else that I don't know. Like yeah. you said, uh, she's almost done with it. Have Have you talked about it at all? Does she like it? Yeah. She. What's towards the end? What's like the last quarter or the last? Let's say who has it right sixth, now? Amanda. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Who has it? Who has it? I want to say compendium one ends with Ultimate Collection Volume yeah, Four. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Mars. It's so Mars it's Mars, stuff. the Sequids, um, yeah. Alan, Anissa, uh, yeah. Dropkick, yep, all this stuff. Fightmaster. Yep. It actually ends with the first issue of, Inv- of Invincible I ever bought. Stay tuned, because eventually we're going to talk Oliver Grayson. Yes. <laughs> but she, when she reads at the end of every compendium, she should write like a little paragraph of what she thought, and we'll read it on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, the only other news, I just wanted to point out that uh, there were full final pages of Otley's Amazing Spider-Man revealed. Did you yeah. see those, TJ? Yeah. It's, like, it's weird. It feels right? like I'm it reading Invincible. Like, it feels like Invincible. It's like, like, I mean, not so, obviously not so much Spider-Man, but like the people that I don't know, like people in the background that are mm-hmm. like looking, Yeah, it looks like they're in Invincible's universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's his style, though. Exactly. So, oh, oh, I, I know. love that, though. No, I'm yeah, saying that's yeah. in a good way. Yeah, I love people that. did say that, like on Twitter, they'd be like, "Oh, why does it that guy look like? Why does J. Jonah Jameson look like Omni Man?" And he's like, "Well, that's just how just I draw, how I draw. mustache." Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm super I excited. Like I can't wait. I mean, that's I don't. That's why I'm so into commissions and why I have so many of them is because I I like that each artist has their own style mm-hmm. and that you can look at something and know that's Jim Lee. That's Ryan Otley. That's what I was going to say. Jim Lee has one of the most definitive... Yeah, I love that about Just like Ryan Otley. I think that's an important skill to have because if you want to have like a a signature style, you know what I mean? It's... it's, it's, I think think it's more difficult to have a signature style than it would be to just kind of change constantly. Mm -hmm. You know? 
Because that's, that's what people fall in love with. Jim Lee's, you know, yep. Catwoman. The profile of her is, you know, all right, moving are you on. Ta- are you talking her, about her, 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 her backside? Yes. Yeah, physically, like her actual back, mm-hmm. like shoulder yeah. blades and stuff. Go on. Uh, all right, you guys ready to jump into our main discussion? <laughs> Certainly. I'm <laughs> so ready. So what we did is uh, I, I split up the uh, the Oliver's Oliver's life. I divided up into basically four sections of his life. I split it up into his origin uh, is the first section. The second section is kid Omni-Man, the third section is young Omni-Man, and then the fourth section would be the Coalition and his death, you know, that whole Young Omni-Man area. being, like, kid Omni-Man as a teenager. That's what he names himself, though. Oh, does he? Yeah, he literally names that. himself kid Omni-Man in one section, and then the next yeah. costume, he is he has become young Omni-Man. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so let's kick it off. We're uh, Kick that shit off. The first issue that Oliver ever appeared in was issue 26. And uh, this was, you know, months after uh, the, the fight with Mark and Nolan and Nolan had left the planet and uh, in a previous issue, Science Dog had showed up to Mark's house. Issue 25. Yep, 25. And uh, That does it, come before 26. You're right, TJ. Thank <laughs> you. Well, right before it. And uh, it ended up being an alien that needed, uh, that needed Mark to come to their planet to help them. So anyways, Mark goes to that planet, Thraxia. Uh, Thraxa or Thraxia? I have always called it Thraxa. Thraxa. Just Thraxa. Yeah, no Ia. Uh, and the this bug-like race says that their monarch wants to meet them. Mark goes up to him. It's his dad. That's how... Actually, that was actually how 25, 25 ended. ended. So 24 was the science dog one. No. Was that all the same issue? Oh, it probably was, it was, wasn't it? was all the same it? issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, big moment with Mark and Nolan. Um... But other than everything that happens with that is that issue ends with Nolan saying that he has one more thing to show him. Uh, and he takes him into another room and he says, Mark, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to show you uh, your brother. And on the floor is young Oliver playing with Andressa, who is Oliver's mother, Nolan's wife, his mate, uh, whoever. And uh, then in the following issues, uh, um, uh Nolan explains how he, you know, his DNA was compatible with them and that he's uh, he's currently only three weeks old, but he looks like he's one and that he's still going to live a long time. And uh, he has this purplish blue skin. And um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, his lifespan is this. Is, yeah, I mean, know, Mark, I, I, like, I liked how Mark ages was... very slow, or yeah. very quickly, very rapidly. Up to a certain point, up yeah. to adulthood. Well, the reason why it slows down is because he's Vultramite. half Vultramite. Right? Mm-hmm. And Nolan, and there's one thing that always confused me, was that uh, Nolan said that the Vultramites knew he was there and was coming for him. And one look at Oliver and they'd kill him. Because this is one of the first you know times we ever learned that the Vultramites kill, and he even says that they'll kill anyone with an imperfection. 
So Oliver would be killed because he has an imperfection. The color of his skin, the fact that he ages quickly, it's a flaw. Even though he'll live hundreds, if not thousands of years, as Nolan says. Which is ironic because that's what the Thrag does. That's what Thrag does. Yeah. But I mean, he, we even know it's now... It's not ironic. He it's, hates it's, them. He doesn't like them. Yeah, we He's, even know now Thrag only did what he did to just get revenge. Revenge, yeah. He used them as a weapon. Right. He created weapons. He didn't create right. Voltron rights in his, 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 in his eyes. What do you guys think about the relationship between uh, Drexa... Andressa? Andressa and uh, Nolan. Because when he was on Thraxa, why am I... Thraxa. Yeah, you're right. Why, am I, why does it I sound weird? It. Yeah. it is because you, you like a, you, I, I, you draw I, attention I, to yeah. it. <laughs> uh, he's, he said later on that he was he was always in love with his wife, mm-hmm. with Mark's mom. You're right. So Debbie is I know, never... at home bawling her eyes out, and he's... Mm-hmm on Thraxa and he's having a child but he's in love with her the whole time mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. he was having some sort of crisis yeah because this was and I think this was several months is what I assumed it never I it doesn't like state distinctly about it. I, I mean it was probably like a like a like a very passionate thing you know what I mean mm-hmm. like just emotional like it wasn't it wasn't him thinking he wasn't no state and of, I don't think and well, I don't, not to jump ahead but and I don't like, think Debbie Nolan, ends up taking care of Oliver yeah. I know that they talk about it they mention it briefly um, but anyways well back back to uh, Thraxo Nolan says the Viltrumites are coming for him and they'll kill Oliver Mark says of course I'm going to protect him I'm not going to let them kill an innocent baby um, Nolan tells Mark to take Andressa and baby Oliver to the caves where Mark is tasked with protecting them. Uh, and this is uh, this is the first time we ever see another Viltrumite other than um, Nolan and like Mark, obviously, or yeah, any that's... other than other than flashbacks. And it's Lucan. Yeah. Who makes it right to the end. Who makes it to the end of the comic. Like, that's that's pretty cool. Well, I, you think he dies in, in this issue? Uh, is he the one that's holding it in his he guts? He comes back and he's yeah. like, you should have made sure I was dead. You're right, yeah. yeah. It's weird to think about things like that. Like, when you look at Thrag, his first appearance was in issue, what, 11? Thrag? No. Thrag was, Thrag's no, Thrag first was much later. Thrag's first appearance is in a flashback no, it's of not. issue, it's either 11 or 12. It's either 11 mm-hmm. or 12. It was after Conquest escaped uh, Cecil's containment, you know, cement. Pull that shit up. He flew up to Google. A, the building and walked up and... Thrag was standing there, all Freddie Mercury. I remember he he looked like he was like arched, and that was the first appearance of Thrag. Yeah, I'm gonna look that shit in. You look it up. But I'm gonna keep going. So Lucan is there, and he shows up, and he he's like taken aback by the fact that not only is Mark there, a Viltrumite, but he's like Nolan like sired two children, uh, and he couldn't believe it because as we know, the Viltrumites are nearly extinct, and here's a guy who's been able to have two kids. Um, and I love how when Mark, Mark like attacks him or like punches him in the back of the head and flies away and Lucan's like, come on, man, get your head in the game. Get your head. It's like Lucan is like, like green. You know what I mean? Like he's, mm-hmm. he, he's not very good at this yet. Uh, and I really like this, the, this issue, um, for several reasons, but one thing I really liked this chase scene that happened, uh, cause Lucan is gaining on Mark and this is way before he's. Uh, powerful powerful like all. remember yeah. he had to work out after this this was the mm-hmm. this was the fight that led to him working out and he uh and he's flying away with andressa and oliver and andressa's looking behind like he's gaining he's catching up and mark tells him he's like i'm sorry he's gonna catch me i'm sorry i couldn't protect you guys like he's basically apologizing because they're gonna kill him 
or kill them. But Nolan shows up, saves the day, and uh, TJ, you have an answer? Yes, issue 11. I was right. First first appearance, issue 11, because it was in a flashback. Last appearance, Invincible 140. Hmm. I would like find issue eleven. I would I like to it. find that issue. I don't have volume one or compendium one <laughs> <laughs> or issue eleven. <laughs> Andy, I keep lending out my invincible comics. Uh, we'll look it up. Wait, issue eleven? Issue eleven is where he says, "I think it's time you find out where you really come from." And then he does the oh, whole. Oh, okay. The whole I don't think I'm going to open up. I this. think that that's issue eleven. I'm going to open up this. Uh, uh, You're clearly opening something. I can hear it. Yeah, this issue 11 from Serbia. So we're not going to be able to read anything <laughs> because it's in Serbian. Ser- Do they speak Serbian yeah. in Serbia? I think they speak, they speak Russian? Russian. Probably speak Russian. All right. Ryan, if you could please open God, this take, slower. Thank you. Um, so, oh, it's in black and white. That's cool. How ironic is it that it? you have this no, issue I haven't here? Opened it. It is really ironic that I have this issue in Serbian. I guarantee they just assume it's somebody in the background. I don't think so. Which I, I don't. I think he talks to somebody and... No, I don't think he's in this issue. I bet he is. Oh, look at that. That guy is going to be in capes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, TJ, I disagree. Everybody in there. Th- there's so many people yeah. with... I don't think he's in there. Think I think Google that's wrong. wrong. Yeah, I think Google got yeah, it wrong. Yeah, I think they I just assume it's because we have, it's like Does all Google have an Invincible podcast? Burn. All right. No, but I do, so I must be right. TJ, you keep looking at that, but I'm going to continue on. Well, if he says the word drag, I'm not going to be able to see it. He doesn't. (laughs) I swear he doesn't. Uh, Back to the fight on Thraxa. Uh, After the fight, you know, know, the Viltrumites take Nolan, and Mark is tasked with protecting Earth and all that. But he goes back to Andressa, apologizes, says that they've taken him. And then in the next issue, this is now issue 30, uh, several, what was it? It was, um, uh, I think they've, yeah, Marcus spent over a month helping to rebuild Thraxa after the fight. Mm-hmm. I forgot he had been there that long. Um, yeah, he started, which is, he started dressing. Yeah, he was like, dressing in yeah. their, their alien clothes. Um, this is a reoccurring theme that I didn't know started back then of Mark just disappearing for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. All the way back to issue 30. Uh, Andressa encourages Mark to take Oliver, telling him that he has to leave because oh, he's been she's there. Old. She's old at this point. She's she, looks, old, yeah. she looks old, and uh, and uh, she tells him that like I'm going to die soon. At this point, Oliver is like a toddler. He looks like he's you know, well, he's maybe three. Is th- three's not a toddler, is it? Three's a toddler. Is three a toddler? Yeah. I don't know these things. Yeah. You do. It's a toddler. Okay, so Oliver is a toddler. Uh, he's saying things like brother and stuff, and uh, Andressa is dying. She says, you have to take him with you. Mark shows up at the house. Debbie walks in. Mark's standing there in alien clothes, and then Oliver walks around the corner, and she freaks out, and she's like, what is that? Uh, Mark quickly explains. Yeah, Mark quickly explains everything about how, dad, this is my brother. Did She's like, did he just call you brother? Uh that is when they he he mentions dad, you know, had a wife. He moved on, um, and she has a sad moment where um, uh, she's she says, uh, "Yeah, so this woman, uh, why doesn't she have the child? Why is he here? You know, why did you bring it to? Why, why did you bring it to me, Mark?" Um, 
and she, you know, Mark explains how she has a, that she had a really short lifespan and he, I don't want to say that he convinces Debbie to take him because what happens is he has to leave. He leaves her with, um, Oliver and, um, or yeah. And then he goes off to do things. Uh, he goes to talk to Cecil who knows everything that's going on. And he tells Mark that they're going to hook her up with birth certificates um, adoption papers and we're going to get this holographic thing to match his skin to cover it up and then a couple issues later Debbie even says like oh yeah I talked with Cecil we're going to get that holographic thing to match his skin that never happens Mm-mm. It was just that was kind of odd I mean I'm sure it was one of those things that they threw in there it's like yeah maybe we'll do this and then they just decided not to because mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't necessary it also would have been very Nightcrawler-ish does he, does he cover his skin? I mean he uses makeup right? Mm, well, maybe I'm thinking of X-Men Evolution, which was a great they, cartoon. Did they do that in that? He, uh, he had a watch, and he just turned it, and it mm. changed his skin. Yeah, because they were in, like, changed school, his right? Yep. Hmm. Such a good show. Hmm. Um, so anyways, Mark goes back to Debbie. She agrees to take care of Oliver. Of course, she fell in love with him. Um, and uh, that's when Mark goes on to Africa. So we know where this is going. Well, Mark is in Africa. He gets a phone call. And flies how back. Fast, and how, Angstrom Levy. How fast can you get to your house? Is that what he says? How fast Something can you like get that. home? Yeah. Uh, Mark barges in the door. There's Angstrom Levy. Uh, crying Debbie. Confused baby Oliver. Uh, Mark and Angstrom fight. Angstrom brings up a really interesting point that in all these, in all the dimensions he's been to, he's never come across... Oliver. Why are you smiling, DJ? Because that's something I want to bring up later. Interesting. In my, pre- in my piece. That's uh, Kid Omni Man. And I always thought that was interesting. Mark goes on to kill, in quotes, Angstrom. Uh, jump ahead to issue 35. Uh, Oliver is starting to say a few more words. Uh, Cecil had promised that a tutor would come. A tutor has shown up. Her name is April. And uh, she arrives to the house saying that she knows everything that's going on, that uh, um, she's aware of who Nolan was. She's aware of what Oliver is and everything that's happened to their family. And uh, she says that Debbie's going to have to come up with a name for the birth certificates and everything like that. Even though um, uh, traditionally, like Nolan tells Mark, you know, that traditionally they name themselves Mm because they age so fast that... They would normally just name themselves, which is why he didn't have a name. The Thraxans? Yeah. Thraxians? Thrax- Thraxians. Thraxians? Thraxians? I don't know. Thrax- Thraxans. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Thraxians it's gotta be, sounds though. better. Thraxians? No, it no, Sounds no. like Fractions. Yeah, it does sound like Fractions. <laughs> but Anyways. Yeah, so she named him Oliver after her father. Then the final issue that I consider to be Oliver's origin is uh, we... Issue 38, where we check in on him. He is with April, and he's learning super fast. He's learning, like, really really advanced math. It's, like, seventh grade math, and he still looks like he's, like, five years old or something. Um, and Debbie's telling him, like, oh, you got to work hard and do good at it or whatever. And he says, I love you, Mommy Debbie. And then that's it. And that's all I consider to be Oliver's origin. Now, they he mentioned, Oliver mentions how he... Because the Thraxans, Thrax, Thraxians, with the way that their race is, remember everything. Yeah, they have full recollection of full everything. Full recollection You're right. from the That's minute that they're born, 
from the minute that they die. Like, so if they're 60 years old, mm-hmm. they would remember what it was like to be one day old. Yeah. Yeah, they remember. And that comes up later. It, it comes up, I want to say it comes up a couple times. It does. Come yeah. Up. It comes yeah. up twice for me, and I think one, at least once for you, Bill. And yeah, I have. I took, I took notes on that. <laughs> um, TJ, you're going to take us a little bit through uh, Kid Omni-Man's story. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... So, yeah, so at this point, Mark is away at college a lot. He's not really home that often, but he, he comes home and uh, he talks to Debbie, and Debbie pretty much tells him, you know, it's, it's been a little while since you've, since you've seen Oliver. He's he's older now. Mark goes out back and kind of is playing catch with him. And this is the first time we see him, and he is significantly older. Yeah. And flying. Well, well, he is now. They're playing they're playing catch, and uh, he Mark o- overthrows the ball. And Oliver jumps up and catches it and stays in midair and says, basically says he got his powers before but wanted to wait to surprise him. He didn't tell Debbie. Um, so, yeah, he goes back inside and Debbie's not even like, oh, like, like sees him. Debbie sees Oliver flying and was like, oh, yeah, well, cool. Yeah, it's like, very mm-hmm. Debbie of her. Yeah, which was is the same reaction that they got when Mark got his powers, mm-hmm. you know. Nolan would it's almost. Like, oh, I almost feel right, like cool. she probably would have expected it even more coming from a mm-hmm. a, a purple kid. You know what's weird hmm. is I'm starting to feel recapping all of this how I feel about Tara. Like this is when Oliver gets most of his personality. Like this is from yes. this point on. TJ like TJ's section of uh, yeah. of, of this kid Omni Man is like very much Oliver. Like, this is, is where he, where he, is. he Even becomes... as an adult, he still has all of these quirks yep. and stuff like that. Kid Omni-Man, like, Oliver at this age, at the Kid Omni-Man stage, Your favorite. was one of one of my top mm-hmm. favorite. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, we've done three, Fun fact. three character, like, analysis episodes uh, so far on this podcast. The first one, Rex Blode. The second one, Angstrom Levy. The third one, Oliver Grayson. Hmm. They're all done. Not only that... They're all my favorites. They're all three of TJ's <laughs> favorite. Yeah, favorites. they are. Hey, that's very. We, uh, let, we let the people decide. We did let the people decide. We put it all, which was bullshit. Because how close dinosaurs, dinosaurs were so close, Bill. I'm he sorry. He was right there. And, was, and, and you know what? I voted for him. Yeah. Even after you're like, oh, it's, it's looking like it might be. I voted. I, I voted. was like, no, I'm voting dinosaurs. I, I voted Monster Girl. Really? I knew you yeah. would. Who, who, who was the other vote? one? Uh, Battle Beast. Okay, so. I'm surprised uh, Monster Girl was like so last or something. I voted, I'm not. I'm not I voted. I voted for um, Oliver, Oliver uh, but the Oblivion Song podcast voted for Battle Beast. Oh. I wanted to be fair. I didn't want to be an. You asshole wanted to be one. fair. I fair. wanted to be fair. Right. So I was fair. Yeah. Battle Beast would be a cool one though. It'd be a quick one. I think so with Dinosaurus. Yeah. Dinosaurus would be quick, but I, f- I feel like there'd be a lot to talk about. There's a lot of other like yeah, yeah stories. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they're talking. Mark kind of makes a uh, comment about training him, and Debbie's like, "Absolutely not! You know, it, he's too young. It's too dangerous." Um, so yeah, we got the tutor uh, coming back in. It, There's a lot of tutor in these early issues, mm-hmm. which was cool. She was a cool character, and I don't know if there was a. I don't remember the point in which she just leaves. We didn't get really any kind of farewell to that character. She just stops being really necessary. necessary. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but I, just, I'm just saying, like, I don't even think I noticed her not being there, mm-hmm. which just goes to show that it's not really necessary. Yeah, so they uh, keep talking about how his advanced learning that he's, you know, gone through six six grades within a matter of couple of matter of a couple weeks. Um, so uh, 
there's a time when Mark goes off and he is he's flying and he uh, runs into this was I'm actually terrible with the, names. The first last uh, no tether tyrant tether tyrant. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Come on, you know it's tether. I mean, dang, yeah. And then um and then mag magmite magmaniac. I thought it was magmite. No, the magmites are the like, those are the those are the, the things that yeah, yeah. Doc okay. Seismic calls them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's uh, magmaniac. Um, but his name is James because that's what Tether Tyrant yells when he gets killed. James, James, and then he tells the Tether Tyrant, he tells the whatever the Tether oh, yeah, to, take, to control. take control. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Such you a good that? scene. And then he blacks out and wakes up and yes. like yep. everything. All right, destroyed. character discussion. Sorry, Oliver, oh, we're doing gosh. it on Tether Tyrant. Uh, this issue, TJ, fun fact, forty-seven that you're on, is the first. first issue, yeah, the right? first issue I ever bought. Yours was like 42. two before. Look at that cover 42. and those colors, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, look at the the lighting on his knuckles. Mm-hmm. Like it's who did the coloring? It had to have been. I think this was the beginning FCO? of FCO. Yeah, yeah, it's FCO. It definitely is. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Invincible is fighting them, and you know, uh, Oliver kind of followed him and is watching from a distance, but then decides to run in and he throws his first punch to Magmaniac, if that, if that is, is his real name, um, and kind of punches him in the face. And then Invincible very quickly like ends the fight, and you know, Oliver's like, So that was good, right? I did good. I, I wasn't sure if I could do it, but. Man, this was almost easy. So, can I be your partner now? And Invincible says, "We'll talk about this later." Before that fight happens, because uh, I'm just looking at these pages too. There was a really cool conversation that they had, that was told through like text boxes, and it was all about what you were saying, TJ uh, Oliver, having complete recollection of everything he's witnessed since the uh, day he was I, born. I said that actually. Um, well, TJ said I think, that it was I think in it, this I think issue. It was, I, think we, I think we all kind of said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then he talks about, I remember the the man my father was. He was a kind, caring. Um, I remember the interaction you had when you first arrived. I do not ever recall having a reason to fear him. Um, and then he talks about, like, even now the mere mention of his name has made you noticeably uncomfortable. And he's like, uh, which do you think is the real version of our father? You know, talking about Omni-Man and what he did versus the man that Oliver knew. And that was a really cool discussion and something that I think really builds towards Oliver's character he's he asks um you know he talks about how Nolan was had to have been two separate people uh the one that they knew and the one that the world knew yeah um one of them had to be fake Mm -hmm. you know which one do you think it was obviously we know which one it was but uh yeah so later on um new issue right new issue yep 48 Um, issue this was 48 uh Cecil is at the Grayson home and he's talking to uh, to Debbie and he's talking about how he was kind of disappointed that they didn't oh, tell him that yeah. he got his powers. And Debbie, he's she's she pretty much told him like, yeah, because I'm a little nervous that you're going to try to recruit him. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, you know, after what your husband did, I think, you know, he he's basically saying after everything I gave to Mark and how I'm funding him and I'm paying for this. And she says, well, I think the work my son does for you more, more than, than compensates you for your trouble. Referring and, to Mark. Right. And then he says, well, after what your husband did, I think. And then he gets a phone call. Uh, and then... Um, and that is what leads into issue 50 and everything that happens there. Right. So we found in issue 50, 
Mark gets the realization of who Cecil really is and how he works with villains and um, he doesn't take it, you know, very lightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pissed off. And one, one of the things which involves Oliver, as we'll talk about, is uh, he puts him up against the wall and says, if you ever come near Oliver, I'll kill you. If you ever try to recruit mm-hmm. my brother, and, I'll kill you. And that, and it, like, it's a close-up on Mark's face and it's all bloody and he's choking uh, Cecil. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is the first time Mark's ever threatened to kill, like, a human like this. Like, that was... Out of rage, out of pure yeah. Viltramite rage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. So more of a, of them flying around. So they're flying and, you know, Mark is going pretty fast and, he's, and Oliver's trying to I like keep the fa- up with I, them. I like how they're barefoot here. This yeah. is issue 51 when they're flying around. Uh, and uh, Mark has some place to show them. He's going to take them somewhere. Yeah, but on the way, they're talking about how, you know, Mark says that he talked to Debbie, their mom, and, and they decided that Mark is going to train him. Mm. So mm-hmm. now he's already super excited. And then come to find out, they're taking him to um, Art Rosenbaum mm-hmm. to get his fir- very first costume. Um, and yeah. How, now, how do we feel about this costume when, when it was first revealed? I hated the name. Oh, at first I hated the name because he goes by Kid Omni Man here. I thought it was fun. I actually, I don't think I think the name is intentionally like not supposed to sound right. Yes, it's it's uncomfortable to say. It's not natural. Of course, like I, yeah, we get why he does it. Like he is not a human. He's like I want to honor Omni Man. I want to be Kid Omni Man. Like it's funny when we were talking to uh, one of our best friends, um, Robert Kirkman. mm -hmm. He was talking to us about how Corey Walker named. Named him and how like the same thing with, not that she was ever a character in the universe, but it, what what was it? It was um. It was, Lady Omni, Lady Omni Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That he loves like, conflicting yeah. names like that. Like he lo- he likes names like that. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know the costume. I liked it, the costume. I I, I liked it. I, I didn't think, really care. I don't. I, really care for all the colors the all the colors are just weird it's very short it is very like a early robin well, he's, kind he's of thing purple his costume is black yellow and red yeah <laughs> and it's just it was very strange but i think that it was intentional to make him look like he looks like robin a, yeah he looks like robin he, yeah he has the domino mask yeah, and he's showing a lot of leg which is weird <laughs> i think it's very much him though mm-hmm. it's uh it's not from this world it's mixed match colors it's it's very kid you know what i mean uh one thing i want to point out that i recently noticed uh and i'm just now picking up on uh both this costume and his next costume he's wearing gloves that are like goofy gloves kind of like yeah they have like the frilled hands so similar, similar to another similar to child a, uh yeah another child superhero oh, that got his yeah. that got his costume at art rosenbaum shop wow oh. art Mm-hmm. Several years from original. now, Kid yeah. Invincible. Kid Invincible. Did wait? Does he go by Kid Invincible? Yeah. Was that what it was like? Did he say that? Yeah. I think he's. Just, yeah. No, he, he says yeah. Kid okay. Invincible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I thought that was a nice little touch. Yeah. And of course, we can't talk about his costume without saying there's the obvious Omni Man symbol on his chest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we. Um, it's funny because they talk about how like Art knew that he wanted to go by Kid Omni Omni Man before he even made the costume because yeah. 
uh, Oliver and him had talked about it in the past. Not that Oliver knew that he was making a costume for him, but they 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 did know each other, know each other beforehand. Mm-hmm. I um, like how Art says, "Don't look at me. I thought he was gonna go by Omni Boy. This kid Omni Man stuff is new to me. Yeah, because Omni Boy is the." is the name that would probably sound better. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure they kicked that name around. Kirkman yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. Corey or Ryan. Like, it's like, should it, go, should it be Kid Omni-Man? And it's like, Omni-Boy sounds way better. But it's like, no, he would want he would want to honor his name. His name is Omni-Man. Well, so. that's, what, that's what Mark says. He pulls him aside and says, Art isn't going to tell you this because he's the only normal person on this planet who doesn't hate Dad. But you can't have Omni-Man in your name. You just can't. And he says, why not? And he says, because everyone on this planet hates him. And Oliver says, but he's my father and I want to honor him. Mm-hmm. If people see me helping them, saving them under his name, won't that start to redeem him? Isn't that something we should be trying to do? Mm-hmm. And Mark kind of looks away and says, maybe. Yeah. I'm kind of, you know. So they talk about it a little bit more. But, I mean, that's what he settles on. That's mm-hmm. it's his choice. And I like how Mark said that. Oliver's costume was better. Like, yeah. uh, Mark never really liked his costume. <laughs> yeah, well, well, this is where, uh, while he's there, Art gives him the blue and black. Mm-hmm. And he actually likes Kid Omni-Man's better than the blue and black. Which I liked, I liked his blue and black costume I more the than, blue and black. I liked it more than Mark liked it. Oh, yeah. It's, I, a, it's another thing where it's like, I like it now, but... I didn't really like it then. At the time? Yeah. Even now, I just think it's it's okay. I think by the time we got to Conquest, though, yes. it was like, oh. It, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Put the MFCO colors on that shit? Mm. Yummy. All right. So, yeah, then they go off and uh, they get in their first fight as Kid Omni-Man and Invincible. Um, and, you know... Uh, I think there's there's the most important part about this is a couple pages ahead, where he meets up with well yeah the this is twins. this is there's this, a, this is this is the pinnacle moment yeah. right here. So there's a moment there there's a reason like the Mauler twins are taking over a missile silo, and Mark brings Oliver along to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And while Mark goes off to stop the missile that was launched, that leaves Kid Omni Man. Well, stay with well twins. he Mark says is is going to get the missile, and he said they fired the missile. I'm going after it. Get out of here, Kid Omni Man. Uh, you can't fight these guys alone. Just run. And then the next mm-hmm. page is the coolest thing that oh. Oliver has done in the entire series. Right after Invincible says run, you can't take these guys. He flies right through one of the Mauler twins, mm-hmm. like a bloody gory. I'm trying mess. to remember. Is this the first time we saw detailed gore? In... No, because uh, um, in um, no, we see. What do you mean detailed? Because well, I mean holding intestines out of his. Angstrom Levy got beat to shit. Yeah, this isn't. We didn't see his face though. That was the issue sixty. This is definitely the first and only time we see a little boy flying through a. Person. Oh no, no, I agree, but I think this was the first time that it was like, oh shit, this is like even one, even the other even like, twin in the background was like, oh shit. Yeah, because like. Omni-Man killing the Guardians. It's it's very, like, stylized. You, mm-hmm. There isn't a lot of gore, like, very detailed gore. Like, this is... Uh, it's also, I, like I said, I'm pretty sure this is FCO. But this is, like, oddly drawing guts, you know? And something that we'll see more of later down the road. But I want to say the first time we see a lot There's of it. There's intestines wrapped around Oliver's fingers. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he didn't Ugh. get it on his face or in his mouth. Well, he got a little on his mouth. So... Again, with the the ending of this fight leads to the biggest storyline 
uh, or the first big storyline of Oliver, which is oh my gosh. he he flies right through the, one of the Mahler twins, and then the other Mahler twin is looking like, oh shit, I surrender, and then he goes, I surrender, uh, like you know, because he's terrified of him, and he goes, <laughs> oh, you're gonna make this easy for me, huh? Oliver says that and kills him. Yeah, punches. He surrendered, and Oliver kills him. Yeah, like we were just talking about, oh, it's crazy. There's intestines wrapped around his finger. No, now he has his fist through his brain, and his teeth are going out the back of his head. His jawbone is coming through the top of his skull. And everybody else that was there in the fight, the Guardians, you got, um, you know, Duplicate and Immortal and Darkwing, they're all staring at him in disbelief, like, you just killed that guy. And and Oliver's like, Uh, don't look at me, like... I didn't mean to kill him. I saved your butts. Like he didn't. He mm-hmm. didn't even really care. He's like, I didn't kill them on purpose. I didn't murder them. Murder them. I was only trying to help. Yeah. So. And this is when uh, Cecil shows up, says that, uh, and then Invincible uh, flies in, freaks out, and says, "Stay away from him." Yeah, because previously this was the well, the threat. All Cecil right. was trying to do was be like, "I'll take care of this." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. <laughs> He was. Yeah, but at the same time, like, he want. I, I always got the feeling like he was slowly trying to build a relationship with... Kind of, because he does start by saying, like, you know, uh, you know, you got to understand people aren't accustomed to seeing someone raised do things like that. You're very special. There will be times, like, it's. he is kind of saying, like... You, do you remember when we were doing Guarding the Globe and we saw such a different Cecil and we talked about oh, how... Yeah. Uh, the reason why Cecil is the way he is in Invincible is because we only see him around Invincible. Mm-hmm. He's trying to build a relationship, but that's not the real Cecil. I feel like we got the real Cecil in Guarding the Globe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's, So you know that he had, he had I th- intentions. I feel like he had different intentions. With, I think he was trying to, you know, recruit him. I think that he's Oliver. afraid of Mark and he would never do that. I think that he was literally just trying to console a little boy that just flew through a man. <laughs> I don't know. I do. I think I think it's a little of both, because I don't think that he's afraid of Invincible, at so this point. This this is where I started to have bad feelings about Oliver. This conversation. Yeah, this conversation where he was like, yeah, I, "I, we need to take care of bad guys like this. Like, well, you should be happy." It started because they they fly off after that scene and Invincible screaming at him saying, "You killed those guys." Yeah, and that's what Bill's talking about. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, they're talking about the morality of it all, and Oliver at this point is. I mean, Mark does the same thing. He takes care of threats. The 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 Mahler twins were a threat and were forever a threat, and he just took care of them. But yeah, it also shows that he has a lack of humanity, which that's what exactly. Mark says. He says the problem is is mm-hmm. the fact that you, you don't, don't care, care yeah. that you've killed them, and he said, "Why should I? How many?" How many times have you fought those guys? How many people have they killed since the first time you fought? Mm-hmm. Mark says human life is a precious thing. It's the it's no, the it's ba- not. It's the Batman Joker. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, then Oliver then there's his humanity. No, he's not. he's not being he's not human. Mark is just like Oliver's not human. Mark is just taken aback by the fact that he said that Oliver said human life isn't precious. Yeah, precious human life isn't precious. Not in general. Not everyone. People risk their Most lives them, every day. Read that, because this is important. They, this is, they this kill, is a child saying this, by the way. People risk their lives every day. They kill each other. If they don't think their lives are important, why should I? Most of them are utterly insignificant. And then Mark says, you sound like dad. And he goes, so? Would that be so bad? Was he so wrong? Did nothing he said 
make sense to you at all, even on a small level, have you ever thought that dad, our father, was right? And then Mark stares off and says, sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's how the issue ends. That's when we knew, like, oh... Well, things, then, I mean, at this things point, were happening. at this point, the I th- I thought the major arc was he's gonna have to stop him. Yeah, like the cover of that issue was them fighting. Like I thought so too. Yeah, we all I think I remember talking back then. Like uh-huh. we all thought like shit's gonna go down between them. He's uh-huh. gonna become a villain, but he has no humanity in him. Mm-hmm. Like, he reminds me so much of I mean, not to keep talking about Batman, but he reminds me so much of Damian, Damian. Wayne and. When yeah. we were reading this, Bill, we were also reading Batman and Robin. I remember when Damien was, like, starting to go bad? Yeah. And the issue with, like, him... Yeah, with the sword. With the sword. Oh, behind, um... Behind, behind Batman. Behind Batman, yeah. Yeah, like, ba- Batman versus Robin. Oh, and it wasn't Batman. It was, so it was when, um... Dick It was Dick was Grayson. As, yeah. As yeah. Batman. Yeah. Batman. That was good. It was so good. That was so good. So fucking Ugh. good. Uh, so yeah, um, carrying on, Mark is continuously worrying, worrying about mm-hmm. Oliver after that happened. They end up like talking a little bit more about it, and uh, uh, Oliver agrees that maybe if you're willing to give these people a chance, if you care about them that much, maybe I'm wrong. Um, so they kind of come. He kind of comes around and um, around to the idea of actually protecting humans, and they. They kind of just agreed, not not agree to disagree, but Oliver's gonna try. Well, yeah, he he said he, he have to have admits, that ominous then, look on his face. Though. He's like, yeah, I, I, I assume you're right, but then they hug and then he looks kind of dun, off. Dun, yeah. dun, and then that, like and that. it's definitely that kind of moment because that's how the issue ends. Yeah. So. Um. So oh my yeah. gosh, this is I love this. Oh, that I I just this little moment of uh, Mark and Eve. Uh, waking up together in the morning, mm-hmm. and Oliver, who's obviously living barging in the same in. house, barging in on them. Whoa, hey Eve. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they um, they go they go off and tell uh, they tell him to stay home, and he's like, "Stay home? I think not." And he puts on his costume and he says, "It's time for a Kid Omni Man's first solo adventure." So he goes off and he's flying, and uh, he runs into. I. Don't know if I know this villain. A monster. Shoot. <laughs> Man, it's not Furnace. I, I, it's. It's no. It's the. It's the person who's trapped in this suit. He's trapped inside. You're right. He's trapped in the suit. Right. He's he's trying to create yeah. a lot of destruction so people. So, will so help a him. hero will come and help yeah. him. I yeah. forgot yeah. about this guy. He has a name. I'm sure of it. Yeah. So he's orange and yellow. It looks like he's covered in spikes. He looks like Penance. <laughs> he just. I don't know. Penance from Marvel. Yeah. The one that. Had a lot of spikes Did, all over him. Wasn't he something else? Wasn't he? Oh, speedball. Speedball. He was the one who caused the war. Yeah. Right? yeah. I have the first issue, the first appearance of Speedball. Oh yeah, I do. That's I a do. Spider-Man issue. It's a Spider-Man annual. Mm. I think twelve or something. Anyways, um, yeah. So Omni-Man shows up and he's uh, fighting him. Kid, kid Omni-Man. Kid Omni-Man. Omni-Man. Yeah. Kid Omni-Man is um, comes in hot trying to fight him. Sees he's doing destruction, but then realizes that. He really just needs help uh and the guy says you know maybe you're strong enough to help me out um turns out you know it ends up going off to uh other story but it comes back and it says that he says no you're not strong enough uh you're just wasting my time uh and you know they're on and the news right now and yeah, mark, sees sees that mark is 
that Oliver is fighting alone. So he flies off to go uh, save him. And Invincible comes in, crashes down, uh, and Oliver's like, hey, man, I'm just trying to help him. Mm-hmm. He's he's trapped inside that suit. And Invincible's like, dude, look around you. Look at this destruction he's causing. Uh, he's like, go home. We'll talk about this later. So that's just another thing that's like, he, mm-hmm. Kid Omni-Man keeps getting put down. He's, he keeps trying, but he's he's not helping. When, any, anytime he tries to help, he makes things worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really like this relationship where it was Mark being like a fatherly figure to him but in a very condescending way yeah but he's got it's when people's lives are at risk yeah but you can you can see like the the condescending tone like in what it does to oliver and how it could have made him a problem yeah you know what i mean by the way that he just talks to him i don't know i just i wasn't a huge fan Mm -hmm. i understand it but yeah uh, this is i mean this is later go on angstrom Right. Well, yeah. Later that night, Mark goes to apologize for kind of freaking out on him a little bit, and he just uh, he talks about how he should be taking more responsibility for him and train him a little bit better to be an, a better hero, you know. So he does kind of come around. Mm-hmm. He, I think, in that moment, he was probably just a little heated because of all the destruction that was going on. Right. But that is the moment in which uh, they realize that someone is watching. They yeah. don't know that it's Angstrom yet. Yeah. So uh, later on, uh, just a quick little thing they mark takes them for hot dogs uh, at beefy frank's which is the mm. same place that we see i th- think we see it like in one of the first yeah couple nolan issues, takes right? mark nolan there. takes them yeah there. so i thought that was kind of cool um but yeah like the next kind of big thing that happens oh there's april yeah, oh, yeah. so she does she's she's there they're pretty late she's on. around yeah she's still existing out there somewhere um but yeah like the beck the next big thing that happens is really the invincible war which uh, something I never really thought about until I started researching Oliver is that the fact that, that like we talked about earlier, none of these Invincibles came through with a sidekick. No yeah. Omni Boys, no, mm-hmm. you know, Kid Invincibles, nothing like that. It's because Kid Omni Man is the only one that exists in all these dimensions mm-hmm. that we've seen, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's, I think nice, that's awesome. That's some nice continuity there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool though because they we, he could have. I think because Angstrom be cool. said I yeah. hadn't come across one yet. Right. There very well could but have how been. How cool would it be if like a whole bunch of there was? You know what? There were a bunch of Kid Omni Man. You know in what? The, in the sky too. Most of the evil Invincibles. What is their backstory? Omni Man. Well, what happened? Someone they either they love joined. Dies. They either well they either joined Omni Man, mm-hmm. or Eve, Eve died, or somebody like they turned bad to a degree, but. If Mark and Nolan never fight, and Nolan never turns his, you know, like never Nolan never goes to Thraxa, there's never an Oliver. Oh yeah, that's a really good point. So if they join together and Mark is evil, Nolan doesn't need to go there. Yeah. Which would mean there'd be no See, Oliver. See, this is why we needed that whiteboard because we discovered <laughs> this during our what if episode. You're right. So yeah, this uh, the Angstrom Levy portion of the Viltrumite War ends with you know. Invincible getting the better of him, you know, putting him on the ground. He's beating the shit out of him. And I think that Invincible was, like, about to kill him. But then Kid Omni-Man shows up and he's like, do it. Kill him. Yeah. Uh, just do it. Be- before he has before he has a chance to escape, why are you even hesitating? Look at what he's done. Just look around you. You thought you'd already killed him before. If you had, none of this would have happened. Mm-hmm. And then Mark has, uh, I love, this is such a great use of uh, 
repeating panels showing Mark like consider it for a second because you know that's what's going through his mind. It shows Mark goes to uh, Angstrom, goes back to Mark, and you just know he's like he's about to do it. And like you said earlier, like you think that this is going to be a story about Invincible stopping Kid Omni Man, but it's actually a story about Invincible going bad in a way because he looks back and he says, you know what, like Kid Omni Man has a point. He says, okay. Angstrom, I'm sorry, but you've given, me, you've given me no choice. Uh, and he's about to kill him, but then um, Angstrom Levy throws his, you know, mechanical whatever balls, balls. at him. Mechanical balls. Mechanical balls oh at him. Gosh. Right into his face. We call them orbs. <laughs> right into his, and then he, he disappears into another dimension, but Invincible reaches in and grabs him by the arm and says, N- you're not getting away that easily. And he goes, that's what you think, pretty much. And then... He cuts the uh, he cuts off the, the dimension the, yeah. to the dimension over his arm and cuts his own arm off. Yep. Oh my gosh! What? And, and that get... brings us to conquest. I have that page. So Oliver's watching the fight between Invincible and Conquest. Sees he's getting his ass beat and decides to do something about it. Mm-hmm. I love how he's like, I, I know where they are. They found him again. He's not far away. I can help. And he takes off. So, yeah, Mark is getting his ass beat, and the kid Omni-Man shows up, and he's runs right at, or flies right at. <laughs> Big-ass beatdown coming up. Right at Conquest, <laughs> tackles him, and Conquest that, gets that right up and leaves. just grabs him by the... The by way, the arm. The way he talks never leaves. He's mm-hmm. always that. Yeah, that's know? what I mean. His his yeah. personality now is so consistent throughout. It's Oliver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it stays this way. Yeah. So, Conquest grabs him by the arm. I, I just love Mark throwing him. Yeah. Mark, like, Mark tells him, he's like, Oliver, get out of here. He'll kill you. And he literally throws Oliver. I would do the same thing. I've talked about that before. Where, like, if your kid's about to fall down the stairs or run out in front of the street, oh, yeah. you will break their arm to pull them back in. You will. Yeah. And this fate. Speaking of arms breaking. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, yeah, so uh, Invincible oh, throws him away. Oh, God. I remember being so scared during all of that. I still am. I know what happens. <laughs> you know, Oliver or Mark is consistently trying to protect Oliver, which is just adding another like, frustration to this fight and how brutal it is. Because Kid Omni Man's trying to help, but he's just—he's really just a hindrance for Invincible to beat the shit out of Conquest. Conquest again gets the better of Invincible. Um, Kid Omni Man comes in and kicks him away and says, "Come!" and tries pulling Invincible up, saying, "Come on, like help, like get up and and fight." Conquest grabs. Uh, he smacks grabs, Mark away. He just backhands. <laughs> yeah. He just backhands him. He goes flying. Uh, grabs. Kid Invincible and breaks his arm. Kid Omni Man. Kid Omni Man's arm and just like. It's almost like he just grabs his bicep and just pulls it out of the socket. Yeah. And then picks him up straight in the straight this in the air, very always, bane. This, yeah, this always very bane stuck in with Batman. me. Yeah, this is so because it, it's so disturbing. It always stuck with me the fact that like let's do you feel do you feel your vertebrae separating? Mm-hmm. Your mu- muscles starting to s- stretch. Uh, if you're able to focus through the pain, you'll feel your skin being pulled to its breaking point. This is going to be amazing. Yeah, this is going to be amazing. Enjoying Oliver and oh. so I and then Invincible like, oh. flies through to save him. Uh, tackles Conquest to the and ground. Just like Oliver, like holding his chest. Broken and who, arm. And who comes to Who comes to Oliver's rescue? Cecil. Cecil does. 
Yeah, she's watching the entire time. Goes grabs waiting him. in the wings, <laughs> like going, oh, trying yes. to recruit like, him, like Mr. Burns. Yeah. Excellent. So yeah, uh, and then grabs him out. Uh, the next we see uh, Oliver is in the hospital, and Mark after the fight with Conquest. After yeah. the fight with Conquest, uh, Mark gets away, obviously, and um, so yeah, uh, Mark says. I scolded you. I scolded you. I yelled at you. Uh, I thought I knew better. I thought you were misguided, naive. I was wrong. You were right the whole time. But I've learned my lesson. Someone tries to hurt my family. Someone I love. If there's another villain out there putting lives in danger, who's just going to keep coming at me until they finally succeed, I won't hesitate to kill them. Mm-hmm. And that's how that issue ends. And that is the end of what, young... What, what I consider to be the young on yeah. man arc of it. Um, like his, you know... Or no, kid, kid on me man. Sorry. Yeah, kid on me man. Yeah. Um, but that's interesting, TJ. Like his whole arc has a lot... Like that whole arc that you talked about has a lot to do with whether or not to kill the villain. It has a lot to do with Oliver and who he is as... Uh, as, well, not... As not a human being... Um, and how he perceives humans and, you know, viewing life as precious and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I love how Mark kind of went on that journey along with him. And uh, it ended with him, you know, saying he won't hesitate to kill them. But yeah, so uh, next up, we've got Young Omni-Man, this section that uh, uh, some time has passed. Well, check out this twist, okay? So uh-huh. the the next appearance of Oliver is also the first appearance of Dinosaurus, which is where we're going to segue right now and do our character discussion of Dinosaurus. Bye, Oliver. So Dinosaurus, Dinosaurus dinosaur, is a red dinosaur or man? Is he a dinosaur? No. Or is he a muppet? Yeah. Yeah. So this this Oliver shows up. In my opinion, is the best costume. One of the best this costumes is, that's a, that's a, hold on. in all of Invincible. You you ruined it. We're going to be talking about best our favorite costume. You ruined but, it. But that's okay. TJ and I haven't given ours. So we should leave now. He well, I'm saying this is so, everyone's. Oh, is it? He has a new costume. So he has a new costume, and when he flies up, it's so fun because he he was saying how because he's been sick or like he was yeah, in the hospital. He was mm-hmm. Well, and how he got his costume was that he Mark was like, oh sweet, what like awesome costume i love it like what brought it on he's like oh i was fighting the elephant dude and you ripped my costume and then he also agreed upon the oh wait wait wait. well anyway my costume got all ripped up i went for art fixed and he said you're getting a little old for that exposed leg bit which is what we talked about yep because that would have been weird if he's aging and he's getting to be like what does he look like now is he like teenager he's like 13 yeah yeah he was he was like between seven and nine when he was yeah. Omni-Man. And right now he's definitely a teenager. Now, this and it's cool because it looks very much like Omni-Man's costume. Still has the uh, mm-hmm. logo, but it's black and red. No mm-hmm. no cape. He still has the gloves. Did the O go all the way down that black line? Go all the way down the torso before? In, all of, in, uh, in Omni-Man's? Omni-Man's. Uh, in Omni-Man? No, just regular Omni-Man? I think it was just the O. Uh, I don't know, TJ. You got it right there. I think it is just... It, it did go all the way down. It went all the way down? Yeah. Uh, no, that's blood. Oh, no, it did. No, it, it's it did. blood. No, but yeah. He's got red on him. Uh, 
so yeah, new costume. Uh, let's see. This is angsty Oliver too. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of. I mean, the so he's he's in one of the s- slower parts of it's it's him talking to Debbie about what his his her relationship with oh with Paul, Paul. yeah yeah and he's just kind of like ugh like he doesn't like he doesn't really mm-hmm. I like how she's like uh, Oliver kid I sure am glad you came along um but yeah. So, a lot of this is the lead-up to the Viltrumite War. Mm-hmm. Um, Look at how jacked he is. Look at this. This panel. Art. Yeah. This is... Uh, Lizard, he's fighting... Uh, so, Oliver's helping... Uh, or, no, actually, he's just he's fighting the Lizard League. He's by himself fighting the Lizard League. Yep. It's just a panel that cuts away to him fighting the Lizard League. Um, so, we know that uh, uh, um, Nolan and mm-hmm. Alan have shown up to... To help uh, or to, to recruit mm-hmm. Mark and them. So in issue uh, 71, the beginning of the Viltrumite War, they walk in the door and Nolan is standing there. And this is the first time Nolan has seen Oliver. And vice versa. Yeah, and well, yeah. Since, has, since, were, since, since he was a baby. Since mm-hmm. Alexa. Um, I, I like how Oliver says, I was worried you wouldn't recognize me. It's such a cool moment because we know that everything that, everything that we know about kid Omni-Man or in young Omni-Man I mean it says it in the name he's looked he wanted to name himself that to honor his father mm-hmm. he looked up to his father his whole life but he didn't really know him that well you know what I mean but at the same time he so, has perfect recollection of every single moment of his life it's just it's this is a huge moment for Oliver who, who allowed and for Nolan because Mark Oliver walked in and, and knew Mark was leaving and then he was like I want to come with you like and and Mark was like absolutely not. Yeah, you're staying home. Like so, Nolan wasn't like the plan was for Oliver to stay on Earth. Yeah. So who allowed Oliver to come? It was Nolan, right? Yeah. Like he he thinks that it's a good idea. Yeah, he changed so his can, mind because yeah, he so they can learn. He wants to know more about Oliver. Mm-hmm. So he changes his mind and they bring him along as well. Uh, there's while they're in space oliver talks about how like how cool it is that he can hold his breath for a really long time um but on their way to the coalition they're attacked by a ship and conquest is back oh my god and look lucan yeah he's he was there the whole time in the Mm -hmm. back so this i kept i kept thinking as i was revisiting this oliver just keeps flying in and then getting knocked away. He always does that. Like, he like, flies in. Oh, I'm ready to help. And then like a stronger Viltrumite just knocks him off. Like, why is he even a part of this fight? <laughs> if I were Nolan, I'd be like, sit in the ship. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. I, I want to get to know you, but that doesn't mean I want you to fight. Yeah. With Conquest. Us. Conquest calls him a warm up. Mm-hmm. But this is very reminiscent. So Oliver is running out of air. Yeah. And he needs to oh find my a planet with air on it. So they're they're fighting, fighting, fighting. So Oliver is flying to this planet. Conquest is mm-hmm. like, uh-uh, you're not gonna get away from me. And it's almost the reverse of what was happening before when he was Mark was carrying Oliver and Oh yeah. Uh, and Dressa. Uh, Andressa. And it's almost the same shot. Yeah. The same panel similar. with like the very close up. The hand foot. grabbing the foot. You're right. That is very yeah. close. It's very, very close. It's almost identical. I'm like, looking it's it up. the same kind of feeling. So the shot is 
it's it's a full panel and it's th it's a full page and it's three panels of Oliver breaking the atmosphere of the planet, gasping for air, and Mark. Yeah, it's it's extremely close. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that moment with Mark flying, trying to catch up to Conquest, go, go who's to the chasing. Next page, dude. Go to the next page. It's like, <gasps> yeah, like him breaking the atmosphere, gasping. For I just breath. love the blood streaking across Mark's face. Oh, He's yeah. flying so fast. Yeah. And then this is well, th this whole is this where this is where Oliver gets his arm ripped off, is it? Oh no, no, nope, that's, not yet. that's that's Thrag. Thrag does that. Yep, that's later. So this is the kind of end of this. This is where yeah, Mark actually Mark... kills Conquest. Mm -hmm. And then we get uh, Oliver and Nolan getting to spend that quality time together. This is amazing. Mm, how wow, how long were they on this planet? For? It was for months. Months. I think they tell him when he wakes up, and uh, I forgot what it was. They say. Um, at one point they say, you know, uh, yeah, I can't find it. It's something, uh, it's several months. Yeah. Well, no one's got a full beard. Mm-hmm. In some uh, of the, at, in, in at, at one point they're talking like, you know, they're, they're killing these monsters. They're forced to eat them and they're grossed out at first, but then they end up liking them. Um, at one point they actually, uh, talked about, um, uh, love and how uh who he was attracted to and um oliver says that he mm -hmm. oh yeah he actually uh once saw a uh lobster a lobster yeah in yeah. a lobster tank yeah and uh uh yeah mom took me to a restaurant once uh that had a lobster tank i mean i still ate one but i thought it was beautiful you know, no one says there are some girls I could introduce you to on Telescria. The daughter of the woman who lives next to me in my building has a similar appearance. You know, so we get a little bit. Do you think that's her? That is Haluma. You think it's Haluma? 100%. Haluma looks like a lobster. Oh, she does. I guess you're right. Yeah. Wow. Go Nolan. Isn't that cool? Nolan yeah. hooked up his, his son. <laughs> but yeah, some great uh, bonding time. And then uh, Mark wakes up. They, uh, so now I, we're, on, we're on issue 74, right? I think so, because, yeah. It's around there. The one right before 75. But it's the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is, because it leads up to the 75, which is the, the big one. Um, this is... Yeah. Uh, they show up to the planet, the Coalition of Planets. Um, Mark and Oliver fly through a ship together. Um, Does Oliver look a little bit, a little bit older? In this, well, oh, maybe not. Maybe here is definitely may, longer. I think maybe it's he, because there's. I mean, that is one important thing to not beard. talk about. No, he doesn't have a beard. But Mark has a beard. What Mark if, has a beard. Oh, Mark does. Yeah. Did yeah. you say Mark looks older? No, no, no. Oliver looks yeah. older. Well, that he might have because this is a couple months have passed. Yeah. So maybe he went from like a fourteen year old to like a no, 16. maybe a, maybe like a, yeah, maybe like thirteen to 16. 15, 16. because he, he looks sixteen, especially with the, like the longer hair. He yeah, looks like he's that's one thing we didn't talk about when he first showed up in this new costume. Did he have the long hair? Yeah, he had longer yeah. hair. Oh, it wasn't you're right. That long. It was shoulder length. It, no, no, it was when like he, Riker's hair, like right, right, longer than his ears. Now it's shoulder length. In right this. here. Yeah. Yeah. So when he first showed up in the red and black costume, he had that kind of like right below your ears kind of hair. Yeah. This is straight up like down to his shoulder. Oh yeah. It's and now like it's like long. super long, which is a huge, you know, characteristic of this. Zuko, we have to talk about your hair. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, that was the play, right? When yeah. I was watching the play. <laughs> yep. Another Avatar reference. Oh, uh, uh, that reminds me. I have a video to show you. We'll talk about. It. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, 
Uh, issue 75. Uh, I love that splash page. Of you have Tech Jacket, Battle Beast, Alan, Nolan, Mark, Space Racer, and Oliver on the side. Saying hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever the excited. But no, this is the the scene that you were thinking about, Bill, yeah. when Thrag, the first time we really see Thrag let loose, uh, and he's just destroying everybody. And he, Mar- or Oliver being Oliver, flies at him. Thinking that he stands a chance. <laughs> hey, dickhead, a black hole called and wants it suck back. Yeah. So this, this is the difference between, I think, Thrag and, like, any anyone else. There's one panel. To go back. There's one panel of him just catching Oliver's punch, and then the next thing, his arm is ripped off and his jaw is broken off. Mm-hmm. And you think Oliver's dead. Yeah. Everybody else does, too. Mark has a moment with him, like, they think he thinks he's dead. Mm-hmm. So grieve while you can, because I assure you. Yeah. So... That's also the scene where they fly through the planet Viltrum. Um, we do get to see Oliver for a quick second in issue 76. And a Bacta tank. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a Bacta tank, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally is. He has With a robotic arm. Robot, robot jaw, and then yep. it's going to take time for the skin to heal over the fake stuff. Which, mm-hmm. he would have to get a new arm. A lot. I never thought about that. Like, cause if he, cause he would outgrow the he arm. He would outgrow the arm. He would have this little robot arm. Mm-hmm. It'd be cute though. And his jaw. Yeah, his jaw. They'd have, have to, to keep updating it. He'd have to that update it. That would suck. Could you imagine? I, I mean, mean, the technology. Gets, it, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's technology. I mean, it could be technology that extends. Like the arm could extend, so they might not have to completely. They would have it. to think about that. You they're, think? They're so smart. He's in a Bacta tank. Yeah. So yeah. Um... Issue uh, 78, they're back on Earth, um, and they explain to Debbie that Oliver is on... Uh, recovering. T- recovering on Telescria, which right. is where he's going to stay. So, And then we don't see him till... till uh, 85. 85. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. This is the Cory Walker arc. This is uh, him spending a lot of time with Alan, um, working with the Coalition, working with Alan kind of being a hero there and uh mm-hmm. i think this is where he obviously feels more at home yes you know definitely I mean? because he's, he's doing what he wants right on a foreign planet because he doesn't you know he has no connection to earth he's with omni-man mm-hmm. uh eve or um omni-man and debbie come back so he gets to be with them again and this is when well it's so issue 70 oh, no 86 sorry so this is the big storyline during all this was Nolan or Nolan, sorry, Alan wants to use the scourge virus. Yeah, because we now know that the Viltrumites are living on Earth. Right. And Alan sees this as an opportunity to wipe them out. Wipe them out. Them. Yeah. But Nolan says that their DNA is so similar to humans, humans that you don't know what the side effects would be, and Alan doesn't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. Oliver actually it. sees them fighting, shows up, and starts attacking Alan. Alan. Because this is his dad he's beating up. Right. So uh, it's cool, though, because as this fight goes on and as the conversation progresses... He changes his mind. Yeah. Oliver changes his mind and says that Alan's right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And Which then, is not surprising. No. that's how... This is Oliver. That's how he is. He has no... Conne- he does not no care about to the humanity. Human race. He's yeah. not human at all. 
Yeah. He's Viltrumite's crab yeah. monster. And uh, and um Omniman's Nolan's using the argument that I changed, they could change too. And Oliver's like, You're wrong. They're not, you know. You believe Viltrumites will learn from them and be made better by it. I'm sorry, Father, but you're wrong. Um Omni Man gets uh taken away and uh Oliver and Alan go off on their mission to go use the scourge virus. On Earth. Mm-hmm. And issue eighty eight. The cover is Mark throwing an uppercut at Oliver, Oliver. Mm-hmm. and there being blood everywhere. So you've got Thrag next to Mark talking about what's happening. Because mm-hmm. Thrag has been made aware of their of their arrival. Right. The, the Guardians of the Globe, who the expanded team that we now know all about. Um, have shown up to help stop this um but throughout the whole argument um because i think at one point alan is subdued or he can't do it oliver takes the scourge virus and just yeah. flies straight down he just, in, he, into the he, atmosphere he flies over to alan grabs the gun that's got the scourge virus in it and just goes to earth to go do it mm-hmm. and mark chases after him a fight ensues and the gun TJ, how would you how, right in his how would you uh, Mark's face. how would you pronounce that? Shoom, shoom, shoom. Yeah, yeah. the P the P is silent. Oh no, wait, P S H is it wouldn't be f. It'd be sh. It no, would be I think f- the shoom or p. Yeah, pfoom. Shoom. I think no f. I think like the P is like like a little separate. It's like pshoom. Yeah, I like that. That was a really good one. Shoom. That was a good one. Oh yeah, like because it had a nice little poop to it too. Shoom. So yeah, that happens to Mark's Mark face. Mark gets pshoomed in the face with a canister of scourge virus mm-hmm. and somehow comes back. <laughs> because it's the blood of Argal, Bill. Yeah, I suppose. So issue 90, you have the coolest cover ever. Uh, with Mark, um, you've got Bulletproof in Invincible costume still. You've got Eve... Uh, wait, who's Bulletproof? That's um, Walking Dread, right? Which one? On the cover of 88. Oh, yeah. It's Walking Dread. Yeah. Yeah, he makes it. I think that's the issue that no, he 90, makes. No, 90. Issue 90, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the uh, his first appearance. Um, so, I think... Uh, let's see. Oliver and Alan. This is when they team up for a while. They spend some time, talk, some time talking about whether or not this was the right thing to do. Right. They leave Earth. Mm-hmm. And Alan says, "Do you want to go visit Tech Jacket?" Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. Oliver says, "Sure." Yeah. And it's them just getting destroyed by this creature, by this crazy alien that I gotta say looks just like an alien that Tech Jacket would be fighting. Yeah. In Tech Jacket. Interesting. Was this while Tech Jacket was going on again? Um, this issue. I feel like it was. I think Might it have was been. too. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Eve says that she needs a hand. She interrupts before they leave Earth. She says they need a hand with something. Mark has woken up because meanwhile Mark had been sick. Um, Mark, uh, uh, Oliver helps break up a fight between Dinosaurus and Alan and um, Zandale. Yeah, they're all there. Uh, that's when Mark punches Alan's head, finds out that he's still really weak. Um, but then an issue, jumping ahead a little bit to 96, this is when um, uh, Mark freaks out because this is after the um what you call them the tj what are they called again thraxons no Thraxian. oh uh, 
Flaxons. 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 Flaxon, Traxon, Traxia, Flaxia. This is after they attack Paris. Mark is freaking out on Oliver and Alan because uh, they weren't there to help, which is a cool way of covering for the fact that they weren't like yeah. there at all. Like we always say, like uh, in this world where the Avengers exist, why aren't they helping yeah. this character fight this thing? I love how he's like, Kirk where the hell? That shit. Yeah, he's like, where the hell were you guys? And they're like, well, the thing is, Tech Jacket met this alien. <laughs> And she invited us to her mothership. <laughs> the look, it looks like Mark is their mom and yeah. they're both in trouble and yeah. they're like backing each other up. <laughs> Such a fun no. little fucking little thing. Little thing that they have. I love it. I love it. And uh, uh, this is uh, when, you know, Oliver, uh, Alan apologizes and uh, Alan, um, they, they basically say that they're leaving. They're leaving Earth. And Oliver goes to tell Mark that, um, uh, that they need to talk. And this is where he has a heart-to-heart. Mm-hmm. And I own this page. Mm-hmm. He he tells Mark he could have killed him. It would have been his fault. It was a mistake for him to bring the scourge virus. He's crying. Right. Really and good this, scene. I love this, Alan sitting on the roof. That's the best I part of this. It. Because it looks so like, I don't know, like they're setting the tone for love, a very emotional scene. I just love all of this. Like it's it's what makes Invincible Invincible. The little funny comedic thing with them standing there like they're in trouble and then it's kind of like when ryan be like oh i got in trouble by my mom i have to go inside and what would you do you'd sit outside and wait and yeah it's like, like yeah okay yeah. but this is like the only time you ever see oliver show this kind of emotion yeah over loss mm-hmm. over losing somebody and he, he i mean that's a really good scene with him being afraid and we get april again nope that was out of order it was <laughs> yeah, I don't think oh. we got April there. That that because uh, oh, this is right before this is right before he goes, and that's and that's it. That's the last time we see Oliver for a really long time. What issue was that, Bill? That was 90s. issue ninety. It was issue ninety. Ninety six. No, it wasn't. Oh yeah, ninety six. Yeah. Okay. So we don't see Oliver until issue one eighteen. That is a over a year in our time yeah that's insane without ever seeing that character without honestly a main character it was probably much longer might have been a little bit longer time. <laughs> it was because it was more than 12 issues yeah i'm saying that plus there, there the were delays. probably delays it was probably two years to be honest welcome to the joke <laughs> oh i gotcha uh so the next time we see oliver is when after mark decides to leave earth he brings his daughter tara and eve along with him Issue 118, uh, Oliver shows up, and he looks different now. He has gotten much older. He now looks like he's... 20s. Early 20s. Mm-hmm. Early 23 I'd say 20, so. yeah, 23 and Catching a half, up to Mark. Probably. Yeah, and he even says, like, oh, you know, it's slow. Like, Mark says, oh, man, you're you're going to uh, look older than me soon. Mm-hmm. A little foreshadowing there, maybe. Uh, and Oliver says, no, no, I think it's slowing down. We're probably going to look the same age for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, Until you die. And then... Uh, Spoiler. And then he's got a new costume. He's got a coalition costume, which is very similar to what Omni-Man was wearing. Minus the um, no no boots thing. Yeah, but he has boots. The gray and red. He actually has a cape, finally. Yeah. He's always looked up to Omni-Man. He had his symbol on his chest, but never had a cape. Um, short hair. I Looks think it's cool a that, he has like, a, that he has a coalition costume because i don't think that he like cares about how earth sees him anymore yeah exactly he was a symbol to earth to prove yeah. that his father was a he good man care about that anymore no I no he's that. now he's just like he's just like a cop 
You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I kind of view him as just like kind of not, more of like security cop kind of thing for Alan and the coalition. Um, and he looks a lot like Mark, too. Uh, he mentions to Mark that uh, he's met someone. He has a girlfriend and they're mm-hmm. pretty serious. And she wants to come over and cook them dinner. So that night, Oliver st- comes by with Haluma, who looks like a lobster. Uh, and uh, goes to cook them dinner. Uh, or she goes to cook them dinner. And Mark says to her, um, or Mark's kind of, Mark and Eve are both kind of taken back. And uh, Oliver says, like, I know she doesn't seem like the ideal mate to you, but I think you now get a sense of how I saw everyone on Earth during my time there. Haluma really does it for me. And Mark's like, yeah, you know, whatever makes you happy. And he's like, did you see those mandibles? <laughs> so I, I, I like that. Just, you know, really showing us, like, he is not human. He never viewed humans as like him. So uh, Huluma cooks for them. Ends up being gross food, uh, but, but delicious. And I, I loved how this was a great opportunity for Otley to really uh, go nuts with some crazy monster-looking food and weird stuff. Cans lock. Cans lock. Uh, but uh, this issue ended with uh, Tara being really sick. And in 119, she's rushed to the hospital. And uh, Oliver and Huluma show up to the hospital and... Mark freaks out and he's blaming uh, Haluma and he for the he, food. Yeah, he calls her a bitch. Like he, <laughs> he straight up freaks out on her, uh, and she's the one that calls him an idiot for bringing a baby to an alien planet. Mm-hmm. You don't know what she can be allergic to. It could be the air. It could be anything. Uh, don't go blaming my food. Uh, Oliver jumps in between them, tells him to calm the hell down. Um, but it was just a great scene. Like Mark breaks down, saying he can't lose her. I can't lose her. Um, but yeah, it ended up not being Haluma's food. Uh, but from then on, uh, there's this tension tension with Haluma and Between Mark. The two of them, yeah. Uh, then 120, uh, Mark is now working with Oliver. Uh, they're surveying the scene of Battle Beast and Thrag, the fight that they had on Thraxa mm. back on his home planet. Yeah. And, um, Mark even says to him, uh, you know, is this weird for you being here? And Oliver says a little, but it's been generations since I was born and things move so fast here. I r- barely recognize the place and everyone who would, would remember me is long dead, including my mother. Um, Mark says he's sorry. And um, Oliver says what I was still a baby when I left. And I've since and I've been a, well aware that since that since then that she probably died a matter of days after I saw her. Um so I, I loved that callback. I loved getting to see them again uh, and getting to see the Thraxans again. Uh, then we got more on Telescria. Um, Oliver's pissed at Alan for sending Mark to a, a breeding ground or breeding season where there's monsters. They ended, they decided to go on a date oh, night God, together. That was hilarious. <laughs> they end up going on a date night together to what is what Oliver describes as like a movie experience type thing where it's all vibration and lights. And so it's uh, you know, Mark and Eve and Tara with Oliver and Haluma and Alan and we got a, a funny scene between Mark and Haluma. They're still not really on speaking terms. Um, but it ends up being a very uncomfortable experience for Tara and even Mark has a headache. I remember we were theorizing that this might have something to do with the vibrations mm-hmm. that their, their, inner, their ear. inner ear thing. 
and but, that it but, was interesting that it didn't bother Oliver, Oliver because yeah. he's part Thraxen, where um, Mark, where Mark and Terra are part human, hmm. as opposed to mm-hmm. Thraxen. So right. we, it ultimately ended up being nothing. Right. I think it's it, it was nothing. This was all just during the time in which Kirkman was trying to stress the fact that Telescria is an alien place and everything is out to kill them and hurt mm-hmm. them and make them uncomfortable. Uh, Identity theft. What is that? That's the thing that we theorized. Oh, that whole thing, yeah, yeah, the clone. Them going through the park and another Uh, alien stealing. Mark and Oliver are patrolling. Uh, They see an illegal Canslock farm, which was a cool way to bring Canslock like to give the cans lock that uh, Alan's they're always the little, eating. They're the little yeah. like yeah potato give, chip give, type. The, give them a story. Like I feel a, like, like Ryan Otley loves the idea of cans lock. He does. He, he talks has about to. it all the time. <laughs> um, but anyways, Mark and Oliver break that up, and they they have a Rhinax protecting it, and this thing just keeps yelling Rhinax, and Oliver's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, they have a Rhinax, and Mark's like, what is that? And it's the yelling Rhinax, and Oliver's like, it's a it's a Rhinax, and it just what keeps is it? going Rhinax. Oh. Uh, but it was just a really funny scene. Uh, after they kill that thing, they land and uh, Oliver tells them, it's like, man, those were extinct. We probably killed the last one. And Mark's like, you, you, we killed the last one? And he's like, hell yeah, we'll be heroes. <laughs> I love I love Oliver. Like, the, he the way his character doesn't yeah, think dude. about it. He doesn't, he doesn't think like a human. Yeah, which, by the way, he was fucking with them. He, he, he says, you're so gullible. That wasn't the last <laughs> one. Um they, they speak with Alan. Alan has located Thrag. He's sending Mark and Oliver to go find him. Um, on their way to that planet, they talk about how um, they're nervous because they found out that, you know, Thrag is obviously making, an like Mark says, an army of yous. You know, they were making, like, imagine what Thrag could do. And Oliver's like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool to me. I think we're screwed. And like he he get, Oliver gives Mark a hard time for being so worried about him all the time. He's he's still kind of being that parent to him in a way. Uh, they search for uh, Thrag for Space Racer. Neither are to be found. And this is when um, uh, Mark gets thrown into the future for reboot. Then we don't see Mark or Oliver until issue one twenty seven at the party in which Haluma and Eve are getting along just fine, and they Mark, he's, he's so he's an adult now. Mark even mentions like, oh yeah, you know, Eve and Haluma are getting on like a house on fire. I think he says so. That has that angst, that uncomfortableness has gone. Oliver walks up, sees Mark. Oliver's older. He's got his little mustache going. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's starting the. He's what would you say here? He's, uh, he's an adult. Thirty. Yeah, easily. Thirty-two. He's definitely older than Mark. Yeah, and he's jacked. He's yep. jacked, especially in some he later scenes. Looks suave. Oh yeah. Little Rico suave. Uh, and he's completely lost the purple. I I should mention that when they got to, to uh, in one twelve when they got to yeah. the coalition, his purple was gone. Gone. Mm-hmm. It's he completely, completely gone. Yeah. So that's taken over, and it had been fading ever since. Um, so Mark breaks down crying because he's missed so much. Uh, Oliver gives him a hard time about it. Uh, Oliver has kids. He has two kids, two twins, who are orange. So these orange babies are part Viltramite, part Thraxen, part, part whatever, Huma whatever Huma is. is. But we still assume that the... Um, Ultramite DNA will override, take over. Um, they're just probably just going to be like him, orange babies, maybe age a little quickly, but ultimately end up becoming mm-hmm. Viltramites. 
we'll talk about more of that about that later. Um, but this is uh, where we're introduced to the whole is he isn't he? Bad, yeah, where he's a double agent for Thrag. Yeah, he sits down to a computer, says that everything's uh, uh, progressing, you know, According as scheduled. Yep. Uh, and saying that his brother's going to stay out of it. and he's talking to, We find out he's talking to Thrag. Yep. That's how it ends. Uh, 129. This is actually also... Is this the our first issue as the Invincible podcast? I think it was. Oh, that issue was the issue one that we just talked about. 27 was one, our first. Uh, 128 was. 28? Yeah, the first issue uh, back from Reboot. Wow. So we've talked all about this. Uh, yeah. Is Oliver bad? He's at the hospital where Alan is. He's he's looking off in the distance like he might be connected to everything that's going on, which he kind of really wasn't at the time. You get Tara and uh, Oliver. Tara and Oliver's relationship is it was great. Uncle Oliver, uh, he's super protective of her. Uh, he's jacked, like ridiculous. You keep, you keep talking about that. He, do you see that? I see him. That's see that him. look. That he's bigger there than Alan. He. No, he's not. No, you're look how big his tongue. arms are. He's no, yeah, he's not. He's yeah. not bigger than Alan. No, he's big. He's bigger than Mark. His biceps are bigger than Alan's he's biceps. Bigger, his biceps are bigger than. I don't know. Maybe Either he's... way, maybe, <laughs> maybe he just always feels like he needs to be flexing. Yeah, every that's scene. what it is. You know, that's what it is. Yeah. It looks like he's always he's flexing. He's always like, hey, look at these pecs. Yep. Um, you know, more scenes that kind of give us an idea that maybe uh, Oliver's up to no good. More scenes with him talking to Thrag in the later issues. Uh, he tells Thrag that he wants, um, he wants his uh, uh, trust. That he wants, you know, share your location with me. We should meet face to face. He's trying to. We know now that he was trying to get information out of Thrag. Thrag does tell him, you know, want you want my, uh, uh, what does he call it? You wanna, you want me to, you want my trust. You want to build on the trust between us. Uh, I, I need you to prove that you're completely loyal to me. And Oliver says, what do you need me to do? Do nothing. I demand you do nothing. Mm-hmm. I've found, I've located your brother and his family. I have ordered their execution. I need you to do nothing. Oliver freaks out, tells him, don't do this. Please don't do this. We could turn him to our side. Please don't do this. And click. The computer turns off. And that's the last we see. The final issue in which Oliver is alive, issue 132. Tara is being attacked by Thrag. Oliver shows up to save her. Tackles Thrag. As TJ predicted. Yeah. Uh, They fight. Oliver and Thrag fight. Um, Tara breaks her ankle on Thrag. Oliver freaks out. uh, Yells at him, saying things like, uh, um, You may have been the strongest among us, but I know the real reason why you hate my family. We have something you'll never have. We have the blood of Argyll coursing through our veins. We're born leaders, something you'll never be. And uh, Thrag responds by Viltrumite punching him through his chest. Viltrumite punch! And uh, kills Oliver. In front of Tara. In front of Tara. Wipes his blood on her face. Several uh, pages later, uh, Eve rebuilds themselves after they get killed, or nearly killed by Thrag. But uh, Tara says, well, what about Uncle Oliver? And Eve says, I try, but it was too late. I'm sorry. Uh, issue 133 the first issue of the end of all things is the funeral for Oliver Uh, you know we come from stars we return to the stars so the last time Otley drew Oliver was when he was 20 something right before reboot Mm -hmm. he didn't get to draw him at all as an adult 
Mm-hmm. Until mm-hmm. he was laying in a coffin. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time that he got to draw him. Yeah. As an adult. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. And the cover of this issue, kind of. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's his funeral. Uh, Mark is pissed off. He blames Alan. Um because we all know Alan because was the one who said what happened, but he he Alan insists that Mark, Oliver volunteered oh, yeah. volunteered for this, and he knew what he was doing. Um, Mark was just upset about it. And then the last thing is uh, uh, just a little scene of the last time we see Haluma was issue one thirty six, uh, when, when Tara, Tara flew flies yeah up into the ceiling. She flies up into the ceiling. Haluma freaks out, worried that the boys might be hurt, the twins, um, because they're toddlers now and uh she they ended up being okay but she was worried because now she has no one to protect her Mm -hmm. um and that was it that's the last we saw of oliver's family it's the last we saw of oliver we saw oliver from a baby to having children yeah like full circle Mm -hmm. in a comic yeah he had a a very yeah he had a very cool he had a total arc yeah Yep. Mm-hmm. So. You will be missed. Yeah. We uh we put out a a tweet announcing this episode. A couple things that people said. Uh, ben Quinlan said, uh, I wish we could have seen more in his kids. It'd be awesome if they wanted to honor their dad and became Kid Kid Omni-Man. Which I thought was pretty funny. Or kid Young Omni-Man. Kid y- younger, <laughs> younger, <laughs> younger. Young Kid Omni-Man. And just got became, became completely <laughs> ridiculous. Bus Crisis over on Twitter says how he grew up on Earth, but I didn't care much for his, but didn't care much for his humanity was always interesting. Yeah, we love that. That's mm-hmm. a huge part of his character. Uh, he he also says uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on his kids and their role as part of the royal bloodline. Uh, so, so they kind of have the blood of Argyll. Yeah. So what? One more thing before we talk about that, because I do want to talk about that. CT five seven. Connor over on uh, Twitter says, Oliver was honestly honestly my favorite character in my first read-through. I remember first seeing him get his powers and thinking, okay, this could get annoying, but I was totally wrong. From killing the, the Maulers to his own death, he became one of the things that, that kept one of the things keeping me hooked. So, uh, a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, what do you think would have, well, what do you think happened with his kids in Haluma? They went on living their lives and and lived lived till old age and then died. I mean, Haluma probably stayed on Telescria. Yes. Maybe the kids. Do you think the kids ended up with powers? I think like they. We talked oh about? yeah. They're yeah. they're Viltrumite. They they probably did. I think. Well, I they're think they, they're pretty diluted. They're like one third. Yeah. Viltrumite. Yeah. So I think they can probably fly. They probably have a little bit of super strength. They're but just. I don't do think. You, do you, you don't think that the blood is strong enough in them? Like, no. they have some. So the, maybe they're strong. Maybe they could fly, but they're not, like, Mark level. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, the way that I took it is that Viltrumite, shall we say... DNA. DNA, okay, mm-hmm. is, like, alien blood, right? Yeah. Like, it's really concentrated. Yeah. It's very strong. So I don't know if it would be diluted after just, like, what, three I, generations? I almost took it as, like, genetic, though, where it's, like, it's, like what is it like brown hair and everything like that like mm-hmm. it, it will most likely overpower no matter what you know mm-hmm. and it's like everything else to build my dna is blonde Nothing. hair you know yeah. what i mean you don't like think it's... that mark could ever be as strong as nolan that's what i mean i don't know i don't think so i don't know i'm saying yes i think he could so i, I think that it always overpowers so i don't and know if it nec- i don't know if it Nolan's necessarily gets blooded. diluted i don't know if it necessarily gets diluted i would think that 
Oliver's kids, Oliver's grandkids would get to the point where it might start mm-hmm. getting diluted. I, I, I don't know, because I, I've never been a fan of this. Mark got torn vertically in half and somehow was Eve was able to save him. Oh, yeah. And wasn't able to save Oliver getting punched through the chest. Just because it which, had been 15 minutes earlier? Yeah, I, I, I don't... The, the argument is that there's still some life. But how? Like, Mar- how, like Mark's, Mark's how? heart didn't stop beating. How? How couldn't Mark have died? And that was the thing that, that we talked about. Like that was, that was uh, touched on. We said mm-hmm. it was kind of answered. The fact that Thrag even says to Nolan, "Oh, you, you know, moved you moved your minute. heart. You something you should have taught your son." You well, know? but I mean, not only that, but could it have been because Nolan is pure Voltramite? Mark is is maybe a stronger match with Voltramite because he's human. And then the Thrag one is le- weaker. And Oliver wasn't that strong. If I mean, he was strong, if, but yeah, not if that makes it more acceptable in your head absolutely why not you know what it does yeah. that's what i'm going to go with so i'm going to say that Haluma's kids i think between that and protecting your heart so Haluma's kids are probably a little bit weaker than if, if that's yeah. the way we're taking it i'd say they were i'd like, like to think that they had some powers and worked with the coalition and became just like what oliver was doing in his 20s maybe going around and helping you know superheroing a little bit the way i see it is the the whole future line that was set up is that it's just peace Mm-hmm. throughout the galaxy yeah like i like the i like what kirkman said that like in that one fight scene between the coalition and the, and the viltramites they're just in the background what side of the war do you think they fought on the empire the, the coalition no, or the no. viltrums the, Vilt- the viltramites. oh that's yeah. a good point what side do you think tj do you think oliver's kids fought for the coalition or for the viltramites Haluma lives on um telescria. telescria which was the home of the coalition i feel like they would that's a story. I want to know that story. I feel like they would take go more than mother coalition. side. Yeah. yeah coalition. I'm feeling that too. So think about that. Think about that story. That story potential there. That you have two twin Viltramites fighting with the coalition against the Viltramites. That's wow. cool. I want that. I want that. Uh, what do you guys uh, think would have happened if Eve had had actually been able to heal him? He would have lived happily ever after. Happily ever after. Raised his children. He probably would have died. Probably would have died in yeah. in the fight. Yeah. One of those fights during the end of all things. He couldn't have in been. which Eve wasn't nearby. Or maybe mm-hmm. he would have been nearby and maybe Nolan wouldn't have died. Instead of? You think it could have been Oliver instead of been. Nolan? Or maybe Oliver would have been there to save him. I don't think Oliver should have died. <clears throat> Where I do think, you see him at the end? I then? think that it was important for him to die because that's what broke Alan and Mark's comic wide oh you're right yeah friendship. that is what broke them However, and it also is what uh convinced nolan was that final straw to convince nolan to mm-hmm. go with them to but fight I, the right but i think that the that out of all the characters that i would have been that need to die that i would have been okay dying that would was a cool twist nolan needed to die mm-hmm. like i feel like his was the most like um he had the most necessary what's the word i'm looking for retribution like he he Mm-hmm. He like was the redemption. one redemption. Thank you. He was mm-hmm. the one who really started the uprising because yeah. he was the first Viltramite to really kind of change because Mark was human. But so, but I think that Oliver, I really could see the ending being Oliver and Mark being bros. Yeah, you know what I mean, and having this nice family, mm-hmm. you know, and wouldn't that? I, I just I feel like that could have been a better ending. His if, kids would have been a bigger part. I don't think Oliver needed to die. I yeah. don't think that he needed 
to die. But I like think. we talked about, though, I feel like the reason why Kirkman did decide to go in that direction is because we did see his birth. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think full that's, circle, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's why Kirkman ultimately went that route. He could have killed anybody. Honestly, I thought for sure he was... I mean, obviously, Nolan set aside. Yeah. I obviously... No, I honestly thought it was going to be Alan. Because he was so yeah. strong. Yeah. He was so strong. How can he die? I thought we were going to see that. And they gave him the weakness with that eyeball. Yeah. You yeah. know? I thought for sure it was going to be Alan. Something I keep trying to remember to bring up, but I never think about it on the pod until, like, while I'm on the podcast. Mm-hmm. The rings... Have we talked about that since oh, the end? Who, we never got the rings? we never got that red herring or whatever of them keeping taking off the rings so they don't get damaged, and we'll come back for them later. We never got any type. But I think of, that that's uh, all it was meant to be. It was meant to was scare like, us. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, meant to scare us. Eve looking out the window. I'm just surprised it never came back. And never there was never a moment of like Eve looking at her ring, being like, "Oh, I'm really glad everything worked out." Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, that's this is just us. It's us looking too deep. Apart, looking too deep. Uh, we've just recapped all of Oliver's life. Before we recapped it, and maybe even after we recapped it, but like before we recapped it, when you think back on your favorite moments with Oliver, like what are the moments you think of? The Mahler twins. Mahler twins. The Mahler twins is the first thing I think mm-hmm. of. The second thing I think of is Conquest pulling him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot... The things that got me like really excited every time that I read Oliver, the first thing I think is of the Mahler twins, but just how he's very, the type of humor that he has is very much like what you like about Tara. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everything that he says was funny. Like it's realistic scene, feeling. Like in that get... one scene, he was like, um, you know, Mom and Paul are out. I'll go out patrolling, so you know, you guys can go have sex. Yeah, and then, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm all making it all awkward. And yeah. Stuff. I don't think I think of a of a specific like picture oh, in my no, mind. I think no. of, I think of it's, them is it fighting. The, is it the com- the conversation, the like conflict them, between that, him and Mark? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's it. more. It's more everything that happened after the Maulers for those several yeah. issues where it's like life where, and death. Where he was, at because that whole time I was thinking like it's definitely going to be Invincible versus yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. They're gonna fight, and then it didn't end up being like that. So that's always what I think of. Mm-hmm. All right. So I picked out nine covers with Oliver, and these are all nine that he's in. He's in like two others that, but he's, he's like, on. but he's like in the background kind of. But these are covers that he's fairly prominent in. Uh, issue twenty nine with Mark holding him as a baby. Issue fifty one drawn by Jim Lee. Issue fifty two the, of them fighting. Hmm. The fact that Jim Lee did an invincible. I cover. know. Yeah. Issue Alone 52 with them like, fighting. The issue 52 variant of them fighting in black and white, but it's actually a different pose. Uh, it's actually the same pose from a different angle. You're right. You're right. Uh, hmm. Issue 73, smaller Oliver, not as prominent, Looking but it's them over. them on the, the planet where Mark is dying. Uh, issue 85 and 86, the Cory Walker arc with uh, the Scourge virus. Issue 88, fighting uh, Mark after the scourge virus and then 133 his funeral with him holding his twins uh if you guys had to pick one i feel like for just the history of it i love the fact that jim lee like is a a part of the invincible universe somehow like i love that when it comes to looks though uh 
I, I think I have to go 52. I think so, too. I agree. I I disagree. F- uh, although the variant 52, I might like You know what, more. though? I, I gotta go. I still gotta go with Jim Lee's. It is pretty epic. Him reaching really up like, like that. I love, I, actually, I love the way Kid Omni-Man looks at it. Looks looks in it. Flying so towards the, the reader. I would have to say, after seeing all of them, what do you think I'm gonna say, Ryan? I think you're gonna say Cory Walker's. No. I, I was gonna say 86. I do like no. the... the the anatomy of the characters in no, it. Like, it was, looks awesome. I was going to say 88. So, even though this is the one and only time we ever see Otley draw motion blur mm-hmm. and lines, unless it was the anchor, I just love the, the pose the pose that he is in being punched by Mark. Mm-hmm. I love the costume. I love the length of his hair. And I never really noticed the this. blood. Yeah. The blood. The bubbles of blood. Bubble, like, bubbles. Yeah. So I, are, do, I do love Cory Walker's, though. Because he's so prominent in it, and it's just like mm-hmm. him and his dad flying. Oh, yeah. The color in it's cool, too. I think that would be maybe my second favorite after... I don't know. There's so many good ones, though. <laughs> There's 51, only 52, <laughs> 51, 52, and 85. Okay. Uh, Bill, we know your favorite costume. You like the red and black. Young Omni-Man, yeah. Young Omni-Man. TJ? I, lo- I love Kid Omni-Man. Kid so, Omni-Man. There's, so there's Kid Omni-Man, Young Omni-Man, then there's Coalition... I yeah. love the Coalition costume. Really? I know it's, so it's weird. Boring. You're not it's wrong. Just, I know it's not weird. Wrong yes, about you are wrong. Dude, it's so sharp. It the is. The colors on it, the fact that he has a cape, and it's a I big part it. of it is the fact that he matches Mark so perfectly. Like the red I was going to say, I, I love Mark in it. They look so cool in it. I don't know. I agree. That's just me. And but I love red and black. Like, I love red and black, those colors together. Like, it looks cool, but I don't know. Maybe it's also the... I don't know. I'm also not... I'm also not a big, like robin fan or anything like that like i i am and you are he's my favorite but yeah in the batman no universe what uh so we just discussed a whole lot of oliver that was fun though it did it went better than i thought that was pretty cool mm-hmm. i like doing that um what uh you guys want to talk about some other stuff real quick before we wrap this up i do because I have thoughts on a lot of stuff. We've been busy. There have been a lot of things that we've been There've been a lot of things. Yeah. Uh we talked about Lost in Space. Yeah. Very good. Uh other shows then while we're talking shows. Uh TJ, you don't watch Westworld, right? Uh you started I to? started watch I watched the first 4 episodes and it was just so repetitive that I couldn't Interesting. I mean literally literally repetitive that I couldn't really get into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean there it's obvious you know I mean yeah the, the repetitiveness is a is a, is a part, is of, the a part of the story, especially yeah. early on. It's like, but it's it's, it's uh, telling a story through repetition, and figuratively yeah. and literally. It Interesting. Was just all right. If it's not for you, yeah, Bill, did you guys are still on season one? So yeah, Liz and I are on episode five. So did Lost in Space take over? No, no, Lost in Space. We watched the first. Then we started Westworld. Then we're watching Barry, which oh, is Bill the one Hader's with Bill Hader. Fucking amazing! Really, it is so funny, and it's a half hour. So it oh, goes super quick. I love half hour it's shows. It's the perfect pace. It's like it feels like entourage. Is it? Is it a? It, can, it looks like a murder mystery drama. No, no. Uh, is it a comedy? It's a dark. Com- it's more comedy okay. than anything, but it still has those moments of yeah. like good story in it. Like okay. is it gonna get caught? Like I don't know, you know anything I mean? about it. It's really good. We didn't know anything about it either. All right. Watch it if you like Bill Hader. It's him doing something completely different in my opinion than he's I do like. It, but I like him in comedies. But he's a comedy. A comedy. But it's, check it out. But it's him playing it like, comedy It's yeah. him playing this weird, uncomfortable introvert. Like it's not. Huh. It's not overly. Have you guys ever seen that movie where he's gay and he has a twin sister? That yes, is, I did see that. It's That's a really good movie. He plays that character. 
A little oh. less flamboyant. Do you remember the name of that movie? Oh, it's like the, the something twins or the skull. It's called Twins, I think. No, it's called the Skeleton. TJ. Skeleton Twin. Skeleton Twin. Okay. That's skeleton it. Twin. Uh, I'll look that up. I'll, I'll watch. Okay. So do you want my, have my opinion on Westworld? Uh, we don't have to talk too much about it because it's still kind of a show that people just, are still I'll starting. I'll just tell you one thing. I'll just tell um, one thing. It's very full of itself. Yeah. I am, I am over how serious it takes itself. Like, mm-hmm. I just get... I don't care about this maze thing. Just tell me what the fuck it is. Stop yeah. being stop being cryptic for the sake of being cryptic. Like just mm. you keep saying things that I'm not supposed to understand at all and then not ever talking about it until like maybe two episodes later where I don't give a shit about it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm I, almost to the point to where I don't like it. Yeah. Because it's 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 How it's many episodes is first season? Five. Five out of ten. Oh no, no 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 no. I we're in we're we just finished episode five, so okay. we're halfway through. Yeah. Um I rewatched the first season because the second season f- premiere just happened last Sunday. It, uh, I get what you're saying. Pretentious. It. Uh, pretentious. It is a little pretentious. That's how it feels. I think a lot of it is it isn't so much the like this the the story of the mystery. It's more the way the story is told and the world building that people love more. I because I agree that the that it it is a little pretentious. It it, it does get a little you know. I don't think convoluted that, it yeah, when it doesn't need to be. I don't think that the context deserves the pretentious because type of writing a, that it has. It's a such an awesome concept. Yes, it, it's great. It is, and the things that I like about it is like how can people live? How, how can people go to this place, treat these things the way that they want to treat actual people, mm-hmm. and then just leave and continue living their lives? It really makes people look disgusting. Yeah, you know yeah. it really does, Dude, and it gets like, worse. Like, yeah, it's, there, I it's... know people that are like, I can't watch it because it depicts rape. It yeah. depicts like murder in a way that is too real. Yeah, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. But if it's stuck with that and stop being like, it, it's almost. I like, will tell you this: the 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 themes that you like, uh, there's more of it mm-hmm. in the later half of the first season, and the things that you don't like, there's more of it in the second half of the first season. Like it, it the highs are high and the lows are low mm-hmm. in terms of that. And it, it's still worth watching. The second season seems like a very new interpretation, like a new step in this, in uh, in this story okay. um, with a similar storytelling style, yeah. if that makes sense. It's like, it's like they're trying to take this story that doesn't deserve that type of writing or storytelling and forcing it upon you. You know, like you can totally tell Nolan, um, Jonathan Nolan is writing it because he's like, it's like someone gave him this like very linear story yeah, and, he, and, he's, and then he's like, I'm going to chop it up into pieces I, yeah. and I'm, how can I make it more confusing to make yeah. it seem like there's a twist happening. Mm-hmm. But if it's actually, if you just read, if you just watch this and linear. And the crazy thing is, is it's not even so much about the twist. And I'm not, I'm telling you this as, as to help you. It's not about the twist. It's about the story and what Which happened. I understand. And I get, yeah. like the character growth of where they go from the beginning to mm-hmm. the end. That's what it's about. It's not about the twist. There's, it's but not you about know what? that. I have but a they're feeling, making it out to be. Like I have a feeling because a lot of it doesn't make any sense. We're like, it keeps showing um what's Dolores yeah like out in the open and then being interviewed and then out in the open and yes. being interviewed I have a feeling like there's this this weird like time thing happening mm-hmm. that it's not telling you deliberately like memento like it's making yes. me think like memento like yes. stop trying to trick me by doing things out it's of order and just yeah. fucking just yeah. tell the story it is it's it's more frustrating when you're trying to watch it like a normal human and not binge it because mm-hmm. if you're binging it you can put it, put it together a little bit easier mm-hmm. but it's still yeah but i'm curious to see if you keep watching uh tj 
I tried. I'm going to pass Descender off onto Bill, though. It wasn't quite for me. I think that's crazy. I know. Did you finish it? I did not. Oh, my oh, gosh. Wow. I did not. How, so, so tell me what I, issue you got to. I looked it up, and I wanted to end after the first trade. So I ended where as if I had read just the first trade. Okay, so uh, what's, gets the, halfway. what's the sixth issue of Invincible? The sixth issue of Invincible? Yeah. Boring. You read, you read Boring six and issues. Bad. The sixth issue is uh, Nolan killing the Guardians no, of the Globe? No, no. Oh, the issue not, before Nolan killing the Guardians seven. of the Globe. Um, yeah. his, Otley's first issue was eight, which is mm -hmm. the funeral. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a direct comparison because the, I was still the, interested you don't, in 1 you through don't, 6. You don't get I know that it gets better. Until like I know 11, it, I know which is, better. I didn't want to tell you this, it's the same as Invincible. Okay. Issue 11 and issue 12, like, okay. you, but even, and maybe, like, we'll, I, maybe we'll talk, I will we'll get back to it, but right now. We'll talk offline because I don't yeah. want to spoil anything, but there are certain things that I, I'm going to bring, I want to bring yeah. up to you, even this in the first kind of, trade where I'm like, this part though? TJ, to me this feels like, one Punch Man. I'm sorry, you didn't. Why didn't you finish it? How could you not like that? How could you? It's just not, not for like you, right? One Punch Man. It's just not, not for you. Uh, this just doesn't feel like you, it's for me, though. If you Google Descender comic, one of the first ones that will pop up is, if you like Mass Effect, mm -hmm. you guys love Mass Effect. I feel like this is a mix between Mass Effect and uh, Saga. This mm -hmm. is very Saga. I, get, I got some Saga vibes. Oh man. It's kind of like Saga Star Wars. Star Wars. What's like, crazy it's, is that it's interesting, and it has a lot of anime. Do you know that it's ending? No, it's only three issues up away. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's That's 32 cool. issues total. I might it's, go back to it. So I'm just saying right now, right now. It, it was one of those things that right now, at this point in my life, I'm reading it and I'm just like, that makes me sad. I want to do other stuff. I'm think, sorry. Think I tried. About, think about putting a fucking compendium. I know. In front of somebody, I just gave you one hardcover. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know, and I've given Invincible to people, and I they're like, I like, can't get into it. I'll take it, and I'll read it. I yeah. feel like you're not going to like it, Bill. If if Why? Ryan didn't like it, I feel like you're not going to like a it. A lot of people love it. I've seen so much great stuff about it. You're I want to like I've it. Ever seen that I didn't. know. I'm sure Bill will like it. I well, actually think he will. To be fair, I feel like I feel like I feel like Bill very rarely disagrees with you about literal stuff like comics and movies and. I don't know. I don't know. If you I really didn't like know. it, I don't know if Bill will. Here, I, I, it's not that me and Ryan think the same. It's when Ryan says he doesn't like something. You read I, into it. I then agree with him yes. because it will make you mad. <laughs> no, that's you do. why. Because you know, because I'll tell you right now, when we walked out of Ready Player One, you were like, "Yeah, I liked it, liked it," and then Ryan was like, "I hated it," and then the next day you were like, "I hated it. It was so bad." It's because Ryan didn't like it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, speaking of saga, though, did you guys are you guys caught up? I'm not caught up. You're away I'm like anything. I'm, I'm not Unless caught up. Unless a new issue on. just came out. A new issue just came out this week. I missed it again. How does this keep happening? I'm so used it's to saga not coming out. Before yeah, we even get today. to it, I'm not no, caught it's fine. up. No, I'm saga, not gonna say anything. White Knight or Batman? Yeah. Uh, Saga, TJ, I wish I could do what you do. I want to just read them all back to back, like in, in one big chunk, because it's so much, it's a better comic that way, just you like Walking do Dead. <laughs> I don't want to, though, when they come out, because I'm super stupidly subscribed to it. So my phone says, hey, you got a new issue of Saga, and I'm not going to not read it. But no, I just have a problem. If I switch to not digital and only um, uh, physical, it'd be a lot easier to do that. Uh, but Saga is awesome. It's same Saga. There's, I, I want to talk about it with you guys. It's so good. Uh, I so am doing that. Because Descender is I'm so sorry. much like it. I am kind of doing that with White Knight because I read that one physically. I'm yeah. letting, I've let the last couple pile up because I was the, after the first few issues, I was noticing that this is better when I read it 
it together. And the last issue of that, I think, is really soon. And so I want to read all of them when that issue comes out. So I am excited for White Knight because that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not caught up on that. Um, Bill, God of War. It's... TJ, you said you're going to play it, right? Yeah, so I'm gonna, definitely going to play it. We are it. definitely not going to so... spoil it. For anybody listening, I 100% not going to spoil it. I'm not even, I haven't even finished it. I'm maybe halfway. I don't think halfway. it's fair to spoil this kind of game, not no to way. mention. It's almost impossible for you to spoil it because if you have, it doesn't give you, I still don't really have answers. Yeah, exactly. As to like but what's there are, going on. Yeah, but there are things that and can be spoiled. Have you beaten it, Bill? Fuck oh, no. no. He's, yeah, he's. How long uh, is the game? Do we, do we like I've the, heard, the main I've heard, story? I've heard 40-ish. The main story? For like to do everything worth doing, like side quests and stuff like that, too. Dang, which adds to the story. Which I think adds to it the adds story. to the story. Side it, stories always add to the story. Yeah, I'm maybe halfway if I had a bet. Um, if you have a PlayStation Four, if you have any fleeting interest, go out and buy this game. It it was very quickly on one of my favorite games of all time list, and it has moved up to top five. Right, I would say like TJ. It's I would incredible. say I would say it really experience. is, and I, I so hate doing this because I feel like I cause. Here's hype. my worry. Here's my worry. I feel for like God I cause hype, and the reason, well, I have been extremely busy, and I don't want to set so expectations too high. I don't want to buy a game and then let it sit there because that that would drive me nuts. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't have time to play it. But my another reason is because my biggest worry is that every game that comes out now just says, "Fuck everything we've done. We gotta be." And copy to a T Tomb Raider. Mm, we gotta be Tomb Raider. Nothing like it Tomb looks like fucking Tomb Raider. People say Last of Us. Do, do, yeah. do you do you learn the mechanics by walking through the woods with with, your, <laughs> with a bow and arrow? Like it looks Tomb Raider to me. It looks Tomb Raider. That's not fair to say though, because that's how every game is now. But what that's my TJ's point. point exactly. <laughs> right, but the no, I, don't. I think a big thing though with TJ would... is that is what kind of the kind of games you play right now have evolved to the point where they are more cinematic and they are post apocalyptic and they are story driven. Uncharted is one of the most cinematic video games of all time, always. Mm-hmm. And uh that, I don't that's feel just, like a, that's just like a that. third person shooter. Yeah, but God of War is even more you don't you have not played this game, TJ. So you're saying that it's very like it's uh, hack 'em slash 'em. What's it funny, is TJ? The complete opposite it is, of that. What's funny is that's what I'm saying. No, they changed it because all the other God no, of Wars were hack 'em slash 'em. No, TJ, it is v- still very much quick combat. It to me, and this sounds really weird because it's not really, but to me, it's very much Last of Us and Kingdom Hearts without the Disney stuff, but the gameplay style. There's a ton of RPG elements. There's a ton of quick fighting. There's a ton of like bosses and mm-hmm. areas to go and fight enemies. Like it's super deep. It's really, really cool. The combat is very deep if you go deep, but you can play the game just doing a straight linear story. R- R1, 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 but it's, block, you, R1, I don't even R1, think you block. can. So some bosses, yeah, you won't be able bosses. to do it. But here's my, my thing. This game, I, I knew right off the bat it was going to be different from any God of War because just the way that it started it was very somber mm-hmm. and it's just very like, the whole time you're just like you can't your mouth you is can't almost stop. agape the, o- the whole stop. time for some reason yeah. you don't know why I, I, and I was like Riker you know what you and me are gonna you're gonna sit here and you're gonna watch this game Oof. like you're gonna watch this game mm-hmm. you're a bad father I know I know a lot of people are gonna say that but he hasn't seen any of the like 
human stuff. Yeah. Is there any like grabbing a whore by the hair? No, there's no. The that's the thing. <laughs> it's mature now. Pounding yeah. they've, they've, they've matured. That's not mature. <laughs> they're, I, they've matured. I again. remember I was God, like I'm scared to watch it now. If it's now it's mature. I was like no, no. no I was like I was afraid because I was like for there's nudity in it and stuff like that, but there's none. Seriously, none. So far, and, and a lot no of the spoilers. things that you're fighting is like mythical creatures, like werewolves and and draugers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a part in the very beginning where you do this amazing thing, right? Okay. And at the end of it, it was about a half hour long, and me and Riker were both winded. Yeah. Riker was watching it with me. And I was standing up. I had to stand up to do yeah. this part of the game, and we were both like... So, <sighs> again, oh my God. we're not going to talk any spoilers. Uh, this isn't a spoiler, TJ. The entire game is one shot. We talk about that in movies and stuff like that, like Birdman. is one continuous shot. Uh, the Children entire of Men game did yeah. scenes, scenes that were one, one shot. shot. Yeah. The entire game is like that. And the way the pacing of this game is, even when there's moments and you can go and do whatever you want, the pacing of this game makes you never want to stop playing. It's so engaging. And it's so good. It's I, so I started good. at 9 o'clock last night and played until 2 a.m. Matt and I both I, were I playing. We, we heard each other playing. It was like 1.30 in the yeah, morning. I went I to saw, bed and I was... I saw you and Matt both playing God of War on PlayStation 4. The entire weekend, yeah. dude, dude, you don't even know. Every time I, I can't log wait because I was watching plays. Lost of Space like crazy over the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, every time I log on, we're Matt and Ryan playing. up and yeah, dude, we're just, we can't, you can't help. But anyways, go play that game. That's a great game. I also game. want to play Detroit too. Detroit, the demo came out for it. What I, I uh, played the demo. The demo came out. It's out right now. I played the demo last September at Fan Expo Canada. Holy shit! Did you really? And it was just the like interrogation one or the, yep. the on the roof. Cool. Yeah. That's probably the one that came out. So there's a demo. Bill. It's like Heavy Rain, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, which the same developers, um, Quantic Dream, have released or are releasing or whatever. Beyond Two Souls. The second is one the after Heavy Rain is the free game yeah. for PlayStation, PlayStation Plus next month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which last, had terrible reviews. Yep. Go play it. Yeah, it did. Uh, last thing we want to talk about. If you're listening to this, if you can hear my voice, you've probably seen Avengers Infinity War. This is true. We're recording on Wednesday night, we'll be, oh, we're which means tomorrow. we haven't seen it yet. So, time travel. Uh, we haven't seen it. You have. We will be seeing it tomorrow night. Uh, what do you guys think? I don't want to talk too much about it because for the last like few weeks, I've really just been ignoring everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to think too much to get in my head because what happened... I don't want Civil War to happen again. Yes. I went into Civil War with very high expectations, mm-hmm. knowing the comics, knowing everything. It was basically an Avengers movie, hyping it, hyping it, hyping it. And I left, and like Spider-Man's in this movie, Black Panther's in this movie. I left disappointed. Mm-hmm. It was a good movie, but I left disappointed. Because your expectations upon, were Upon it. rewatch, Civil War is one of the best Marvel movies. It is incredible. It is really good. Mm-hmm. But I don't want that to happen with Infinity War. It's so, I, I feel like... I have, I know early reviews are out because people have seen it. I have been ignoring the early reviews. You don't know what I don't know. You don't haven't reviews. heard a single nope. thing about it. Nope. I just um, know they're out. So, me being not a huge fan of the Marvel movies, just think they're not bad, but just kind of mediocre. Samey. I don't understand the hype around them. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. Some of them are, um, but I do think I feel like I'm gonna like it. I feel yeah. like I'm, I think I'm going to like it, and I'm doing the same thing you are. I want to like it. I want to enjoy it because, um, like, I think Tom Holland is awesome as Spider-Man. I think I love Ant-Man. Ant-Man as, as a standalone film, not as a part of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. but in comparison yes. to the Marvel movies, is my favorite Marvel movie. 
Um, um, you don't even know if Ant-Man's going to be in this. Yeah, I know. I haven't true. seen Still, him in true. one thing. I haven't yep. either. That's true. I know. It's going to be interesting. But then Ant- again, Ant- I haven't really seen anything. Ant- Ant-Man is the next movie to come Ant-Man out, Ant-Man and Wasp, yeah. yeah. Which might explain why he's not in it. Right, exactly. Which we'll see. Um, but I, I think I'm going to enjoy it. I don't think I'm going to love it, but I think I'm going to I think I'm going to enjoy it. I hope I'm going to enjoy it. Um, ever since the very first trailer, I wasn't excited for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I think that I'm getting a little exhausted from it. But then the last trailer came out, and I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be pretty good. But since Deadpool, the trailer came out for that, I was like, this is the movie that I want to see. Mm. Deadpool? Like, have you seen Deadpool the new 2? trailer? I haven't yeah. seen the new it trailer. It does not. Yes, it does. I remember Look, everybody raving about the second it one. Does. The second one. It's all about like Deadpool, Deadpool trying to help this little kid. It's, Avenger, it's Iron Man 3 all over again. Iron Man 3 had nothing to do with him helping a little kid. The little kid was in two scenes. Everybody no, thinks it wasn't. Everybody was thinks the, the kid thing. is in the whole movie. He's not. It's so in the funny. whole fucking TJ, movie. TJ, I recently rewatched it. Everybody I, thinks uh, that. I watch Iron Man 3 Iron all Man the time. Iron Man 3 is a terrible movie. You're a terrible movie. <laughs> um, Everybody hates on it. It's so it's funny. It's so bad. Uh, Deadpool 2, I think, looks bad. Not bad, but I think it looks... It. I feel like it's lost what made Deadpool 1 so good and... Obviously, you're not going to see that in a lot of the trailer, but how how it makes fun of itself, I don't know. I, I didn't see any of that in the trailer. I'm hoping I'm I'm hoping that the trailer wasn't a good representation for me. You apparently love the trailer. Uh, the that that the fact that it being about a little fat kid that Deadpool's I didn't see the second yeah, I didn't see the looks, I didn't see the second trailer, but from what I've seen, it just looks like more Deadpool, which is cool. Cool, mm-hmm. I liked it. The first mm-hmm. one was good. I'm excited for Avengers: Infinity War, though. I think. Uh, I'm, I'm setting my expectations. Um, I'm really curious to whether or not we'll see some deaths. We all, and I know everybody keeps thinking that, we you know. We thought Civil War was going to be exactly. a big thing. And but nothing my big thing, happened in Civil War. My big thing is that uh, we still have the sequel to this. Even though it's not officially the sequel anymore, the part two, whatever it's going to be called, it the is. next Avengers movie next year, it's not part two. It's they not. Ch- they mm-hmm. took the part two away and it's just mm-hmm. a separate Avengers movie they next year. They they said they said the name will be revealed after everybody's gotten a chance to see Infinity War. And they I also, wonder why. Because they, it's going to spoil the, the movie. And they also said that the name is not going to live up to what people think it's going to be. Interesting. I saw that. I'm uh so I'm and they, they, I'm preparing myself. They said this movie's going to be a full movie. It's not going to feel like a part one. So they said it's going to be the darkest. Really. Marvel. That's exciting. I can't remember if they said the darkest Marvel movie or the darkest Avengers movie. Mm. I can't one, remember which one. One of said. the one of the very first things the Russo brothers said is that there are real consequences yeah. in this. They've also said People that will die. They've also said that uh, every single movie leading up to this, all ten years or whatever, uh, eighteen movies that are, have a place in this movie. So, not one movie is inconsequential. Even in, the Mandarin. Even the Mandarin. Hmm. I'm hoping for some surprises. I want some fun, cool stuff. I want some, you know, warping realities. I want some, mm-hmm. you know, callbacks. When is we'll Deadpool see. 2? It's like two weeks after Avengers, I think. Okay. So we have it on record. Bill, give so me the, uh, give me the like Rotten more? Tomato score. Deadpool. I know what the Rotten Tomato score is for Avengers because I looked. So I, I didn't look... That. But I, I kept trying to look, but mm-hmm. Fandango's been down. I haven't seen it, so Bill, but I did see the article that said, it. like, it's up on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. and it's already certified. Fuck. Like, you can't trust it. You can't trust okay, so it. That's what, what I hate about the movies. So you, what do you want me to say? It's not only that, but, I mean, they've even complained about how Rotten Tomatoes is, you, is biased against you you know, need all to, Disney you movies. You need to calm down right now. 
Do you, what do you want, what are you asking? You want me to guess what the Rotten Tomato score for Deadpool, Deadpool 2, 2 will be? Will or be. do you think that it will, do you want me to tell you if it will be higher or lower than Avengers? It's definitely going to be lower than Avengers. I think it's going to be higher than Avengers. Interesting. And Are we putting pizza on this? And I think we could put a pizza on it. And I think it's going to get a 92 Oh my! Wow. This is the easiest. And this is, and t- ladies and, and gentlemen. And now this is going to be the, the Sunday after it has really been released. Give it days to fluctuate. No, 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 no. The first, I'm... the first day that it's released. Is that part? Of no. The... Why? It can't no. be the no. No, it has to be initial reaction. Ninety-two percent. There. That's what I'm saying. No, it it it's going to be. Uh, whatever the Rotten Tomatoes score is, when we sit down and record our next Invincible podcast. Fine, 92. Oh, interesting. Well, 92%. no, no it, will, it will be have just come out then, I think. What is the no, first Deadpool? What is the first Deadpool on Rotten Tomatoes? Because it's going to come out on a Thursday night, Friday morning. If we record here, if it comes out this day. Yeah, no, that does, that doesn't, it has to come out though. It has oh, to come out first. after it comes so out. So it would be so the yeah, one after that. It'd be almost two weeks after it comes out. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That's, so, you're, so the bet is that it's going to be higher than Avengers. Yeah, just make that one. All right. And I want, uh, what is this, a small pie? All, all to ourselves, depending on who wins? Yeah. Two, two for had, me, though, you, right? Because, you, you, I mean, it's double right, or nothing, so Deadpool right? Because you won me one from before. Deadpool 1 got an 83%. I think it's wow. definitely going to be higher than that. I don't think that. it's going to be higher than Deadpool 1. I do. I think it's going to be a little bit lower. I think it's going to be like an 80. I don't think it's going to be higher than Deadpool 1, but that's not the bet. The bet is higher than Avengers Age of Ultron. Right? Not Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, oh. you're right. <laughs> what are, you got you're the one that... Infinity that, War. Infinity War. Infinity War. Yes. Okay, because you just said Avengers. I don't want you backing out of some shit. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah I mean... We're good. I'm confident. All right, we're excited. Uh, the next episode that we're going to be recording for the Invincible Podcast will be uh, us, us talking about capes. So read up on capes. Write in if you want to be a part of it. Let us know what you thought of it. And... Uh, we also are going to have a new episode of the Oblivion Song podcast. Eh, almost. No, no. We're going to be back with the Invincible before Oblivion Song. So we'll see you in two weeks for the next episode of the Invincible podcast. Remember, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, TJ. Thank you, Bill. This was fun. That's we might have ran pretty long. This Hope you all enjoyed one. it. Uh, and we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay, love Bye. you. Love you. Bye. Bye.
you chip your tooth recently? I chipped my tooth about five years ago at Applebee's on a fork eating boneless wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you do you not like boneless wings now because it brings back like no. painful memories? No. It's, how is it, did it I, right how there? I, no, it's on the other tooth. It's... Other other tooth. Follow me. Follow me, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, right yeah. there. Oh, don't touch it. Oh, yeah. Stop. 